Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is a weird episode, okay? Uh, we are freaking remote, remote, and I don't like mm. it. It's ghetto. <laughs> it's so ghetto. If you could see the current setup, uh, it's uh, honestly, shambolic. Honestly. But anyway, we move. Mm. Here we are. Here we are. It's a new week. Um, happy belated Diwali yes. to my people there. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's a new week and we're just going to try and keep it moving remotely, remotely. Yes, ma'am. Uh, oh, sorry. I forgot to mm. introduce myself. Hi, guys. Uh, it's me, um, S. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> and it's me, your boy. Oh, we are scrabble today. It's me, your boy, Bernie Bambi. Uh. How are we doing? <laughs> Oh, oh my days. Should we just kick yeah, things yeah. off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's go, let's go. Okay, right. So uh, now we have for you uh, an emerging artist. So have a listen to this. Iridescent Dreams. She is a Belgian-born Congolese artist living in Coventry. So uh, shout out to her. Thank you very much for letting us feature your track this week. Um, Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, Can't wait to see what stuff you get up to. And it's good to see you just on your come up. I'm loving the tune. Um, I love that word iridescent. Anyway, I've been obsessed with it ever since I first discovered it. So Mm -hmm. thank you for putting it in song form. I uh, really, really enjoyed your vocals, love the tone of your voice, and um, yeah, really enjoyed the uh, spoken word sort of part of that as well, the spoken segment, really enjoyed that, so uh, well done to you, big, big tune. Yep, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, um, it's just got a nice kind of uh, kind of lie down and just kind of stare at the ceiling kind of vibe, do you know what mm. I mean? Um, mm. But it's really like, Absolutely, yeah, really yeah. calming, and again, I mean... We're talking about her music, um, but you know, we're kind of trash. She's also gorgeous. Um, so, oh, oh <laughs> my days. Beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, like, yeah. first things first, go listen to her. <laughs> of course, music, yes. And then after that, go look at her Instagram. Go to her yeah. Instagram. <laughs> you can find her at Puele, which is P U E L L A 
E-E. Now her name is spelt with one E usually, but on Insta is with two. So uh, check out her music and then check out her face. Yes, sir. Sick. So mm. should we go to the okay. rest of the download? Yes, yes. Let's us go into our music segment where we talk about some of the best or, well, not always the best, but the newest <laughs> tunes that have come out. <laughs> And uh, yeah, just any bit of music that's tickled our fancy this week. So let's let's start things off, S. So uh, do you want to start with uh, the new Meg Thee Stallion album? <laughs> okay, so what had happened? You haven't listened to it. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> I have not yet. Uh, I was really sad of myself. Um, yeah, that one slipped the net. Honestly, uh, like how I could it saved slip it. The, it's it's download- like the- I know, I know. How could it? How could it? Um, yeah, I saved it, downloaded it. It is in my phone. <laughs> I've you know seen the promo. I watched the body, 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 body video, which I loved because uh, I just loved that phrase anyway. So now it's you know immortalized. Thank you very much. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm trash, and I Damn. did not read the news this week. But I will. I will buy it <laughs> next week. <laughs> I will, um, I will have listened to it. So I'm just going to take your word for it in terms of how the album sounds. But I'm sure it's great. But yes, yes, I'll let you take things away. I mean, oh, do you, do you still want me to, you still want me to uh, go? Over? Should we reserve judgment? Um, I, I'll just give you a few, should I give you just a couple of tunes that I, I enjoyed and we can maybe delve into it more next yeah, episode? Yeah, it's not spoilers. Like, you okay, know. cool. Yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, first, just off the bat, um, the promo picks. Did you see those for the album? I did. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Raw. <laughs> body, 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 Yes, ma'am. Um, and actually in the song, uh, she has a song called Body on there and she refers to Touch Me Nots, which is a little wink and a nod um, to my people. So appreciate you for that, Meg. Wait, um, what was the nod? Touch Me Not. What's that? It's a... Uh, <laughs> It's have you ever heard of um touch me not um studs or touch me not lesbians? No, I haven't. Oh, so they're basically. I mean, I don't know if it also applies to like gay dudes. Um, <clears throat> okay. but like with yeah, with with women, oh, it's okay, you know, that, the, I get yeah, it, the women I get who it, that, you know yeah, they're, yeah. they're pleased. With, yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to say, am I really gonna have to? <laughs> I mean, I think the sort of gay equivalent is like the top who just won't let you do it anything yeah, to yeah. his booty at all <laughs> oh my like, god absolutely nothing yeah i think that's the closest equivalent we've got um in the ghetto <laughs> <laughs> um well uh so i i appreciate that and the song body itself mm. um that's one of the catchier tunes on the album i would say and she's also mm. dropped a music video for that which is sickening yes um, very much so shots fired oh, uh really? you know i i enjoyed it um i really oh i thought you were saying there were shots fired in the album <laughs> that there was a song <laughs> the first song on the album is called shots fired and it's I where see, she basically is addressing the whole tory lanes thing oh shit um, yeah i see i like that that's yeah. brazen <laughs> yeah um that 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 was a good tune um the word goofy random mm. point but i just love the word goofy as like an insult i think it it packs a punch oh and, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah i i she calls bitches goofy on them um, on the track <laughs> uh what's new also a good tune i enjoyed that uh freak girls i want to know what you think about that when you <clears throat> finally listen to it <laughs> but that's got scissor on there Ooh. someone <laughs> someone on twitter said that uh megan finally got scissor um singing like 
on caps lock as opposed to um, perpetual Lol. lowercase, which she it's insists true. on doing, which we love her for, you know. But um, yeah, it's the loudest I've ever heard her, mm, okay. uh, which is fun. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Freaky Girls, I enjoyed that one. Um, Circles, also good tune and also samples um, Holding You Down by Ooh. Jasmine Sullivan, who just mm. quick, quick side note. Um, Jasmine has also recently dropped a song, um, Pick Up Your Feelings, which okay. is sick. Really, really enjoyed that. that. Um, so yeah, uh, Jasmine Sullivan, legend, mm. if you don't know, get to know. Um, but yes, uh, Sugar Baby, also great tune. She also has a line, um, invest in this pussy boy, support black business, which I think, <laughs> genius. Um, <laughs> uh, and Do It On The Tip, which is, uh, the City Girls feature, um, I enjoyed mm. and just kind of felt a bit sad because it's like oh i should be out i should be outside yeah yeah shaking my behind mm. in shoreditch but anyway mm. here we are um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no we'll i'll wait till you listen to it and we'll um discuss it properly yes, absolutely. next week but um yeah over i mean actually no i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna wait till you listen to it until we i say anything yeah but um, okay okay yeah but yeah, I saw it got five stars on The Guardian. Did it? Yeah, that's what I saw. And, you know, The Guardian, sometimes they can be a bit virtue signally, but <laughs> they can also be trusted on these things sometimes as well. Uh, and I'm going to side with The Guardian. I reckon it's going to be good. So yeah, I very much look forward to listening to that album and talking about it here. But not this week. <laughs> <laughs> So, what next? Okay, <laughs> um, what else is that? Oh, uh, I also want to shout out a new song, um, Make Me Feel. Um, that's Ari Lennox and Skip Marley. Really, really good tune. Um, I enjoyed mm. that a lot. And mm-hmm. yeah, just the two vibes, the two, um, the two of them bring together. It just, yeah, I don't know. It works. Um, and I mean, yeah, mm. I love Ari Lennox. So, that is mm-hmm. a banger. Um, also, uh, sorry, there's a lot of um, shit that I want to shout out this week. But um, a friend mm. put me on to... Do you know Arlo Parks? I heard of her. Um, I know that she is black and queer, so she's already got my vote. <laughs> she's already got my vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's... <laughs> and Nigerian. She Am I correct? A, she is... I'm just Googling that. No, um, she is... Uh, I think she's half Nigerian. Okay, that's and, enough for me. <laughs> yeah, she's half Nigerian, quarter Chadian, uh, I say it. Okay. Um, one parent is um, from Chad and oh, Chad, uh, right, also right. a quarter french so Ooh. yeah i think her mum is i think her mum's mixed race um okay born in paris mm. uh but yes she's um she's only 20 um yeah, from she's west doing london really well yeah she's doing bits um great great sound very it's more yeah like indie kind of folky yeah, vibe yeah. but mm-hmm. um yeah i really enjoy it and um her spotify bio um was noteworthy it's actually on her wikipedia page as well but um, mm. <laughs> she claimed that she spent most of secondary school feeling like that black kid who couldn't dance for shit, Lol. listening to too much emo music and crushing on some girl in her Spanish class. Oh, wow. And if that wasn't a drag, I don't know what it mm. is. Um, mm, mm, so mm. <laughs> I, felt a, I felt a connection with sis. Um, but yeah, no, she's really cool. Um, mm. And I've been listening to her today. Mm. So I would urge people to check her out if you haven't already. Mm. Um, and last person I want to shout out is um, Gallant. Um, okay. he has got this song, um, I'm pretty sure it came out recently, um, Cave Me In, and that's featuring, uh, Tableau and Eric Nam. Mm. Um, Gallant, great voice, like, such, such a beautiful voice. Um, he's, yeah, he's great. He has another really good song, um, with Jenny Aiko from a few years back, mm-hmm. um, called Skipping Stones, which is just, 
oh, it's ch- check it out. I mean, I'll, mm. all the songs we mentioned on the download, we will put in the um, download playlist on Spotify, which you should also check out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all the stuff I've, I've mentioned, I'll, I'll throw that in there. But yeah, really, really good tunes from those guys. Mm. So, Yeza, do you have anything you would like to? Um, yeah, shout yeah. Shout out to Kendrick and Buster Rhymes. Uh, they mm-hmm. dropped "Look Over Your Shoulder," which was just wow. Um, so I'm obsessed with that track at the moment. Uh, shout out to my girl Kylie Minogue. <laughs> <laughs> she dropped. Uh, gosh, I don't know how many albums it's been now, but she dropped uh, her latest album called "Disco," which you know. Oh my so this is my time to shine now because <laughs> <laughs> anyone who knows me knows that I am a disco fool. I love disco so much. So um, yeah, I was like, wow, Kylie, you're really going to do this? Okay, because that's a bold, like that's a bold thing to do. That's a big challenge. Like if you are naming your album disco, then that means you are going to be giving us disco, like no, no excuses. Um, and this is the thing, uh, Kylie Minogue, is that bitch and she's been that bitch for <laughs> a minute despite what those jenners tried to say honestly like she's been killing it for a long time uh i mean she gave us neighbors <laughs> <laughs> but also she has given us uh can't get you out of my head which was iconic yes iconic the the hooded um white dress with the cleavage mm-hmm. yep icon icon mm-hmm. and then she also gave us love at first sight big tune mm-hmm. uh spinning around you know that was enjoyable <laughs> many many wonderful tracks that kylie's done so i'm like you know what i'm gonna listen to this album especially as a person who loved disco so track one and it's called magic and you know what uh it was a very strong start um the mm-hmm. there was like a nice strident bass line and it just started to bring in like what i loved about this album actually is that it brought in a lot of the motifs that you would expect to see in a, a decent disco track so you know she had the strings there she had the sort of breathy spoken bridge a bit like you know with, i was talking about with um Pule. You know, just that breathy spoken. We need that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there was lots of the just little things like, you know, in disco and they just go like beep, beep, you know, and just the little <laughs> the little embellishments. Um, it really was all there. Uh, bass, like the bassist uh, came correct on so many different tracks. So Magic was great. Nice start to it. Miss a Thing, really, really sultry. Uh, great verse and chorus. Uh, Real Groove, not bad. But it picked up by the end. And of course, again, another motif they had was the sort of Daft Punk vocoder sort of, you know, electronic voice in there, which was doing really well. Uh, A couple low moments in the track, like in the album, like Monday Blues, Trash, Supernova, Mr. Mark. But uh, a great, great, great song in there was Last Chance, which again, uh, one thing I love about uh, disco music is that they really, really make like dancing and being at the disco like it's critical like it's deep <laughs> and so it's all like everything's always just like dramatic it's like you know for example you know donna summer and she's talking about last dance and then you know kylie with a nod i think she's uh, made last chance the verses weren't great but the chorus just would not quit um and yeah again uh referring to the dj so yeah these are some of the motifs you expect to see and so lyrically so you know 
um, the sort of like um, almost priest-like role that a DJ has <laughs> in the disco. Mm-hmm. You know, just they give props to him. Again, the whole getting, telling people to get up and dance, like disco music is just feel good music. Mm-hmm. And this album really did it for me. The first closing track, uh, Celebrate You, uh, almost the sort of ABBA vibe. And I don't really fuck with ABBA, to be honest. But uh, Dancing Queen is my shit. <laughs> and it, it yep, had Universal same... banger. Universal banger. <laughs> it is, it is. And it had that same sort of wistful hopefulness to it. Um, and it was just a beautiful end to, to the album. So, I mean, I was never going to love every single track. Um, I don't expect that from Kylie. I expect the hits. Mm-hmm. And there were a good number of hits on that album. So for me, if we're talking stars, I would give it maybe 3.8. And I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. So okay. uh, well done to All you, right. Kylie. It was a valiant effort. Um, uh, yeah. Shout outs to you. Good album fair play uh yeah i'm sure i'm gonna say i didn't listen to it um <laughs> kylie's not uh no shade i appreciate she's a legend i respect mm, her for that but it's mm. it's just not my vibe but That's i'm fine. happy that you're happy friend um, yes <laughs> i'm glad you enjoyed that. i'm glad you enjoyed that <laughs> um another album i listened to uh gigs is now or never did you mm-hmm. i did i did yeah. what, did, what you did you think, think? oh um i mm, Gigs is not really my vibe. Like I he has see. a few songs that are just like, you know, I, I enjoy and are mm. bangers and, you know, but mm. overall, like, mm, like, I don't think I'm the audience for, for gigs, and especially this album. Yeah. Like I, I mm-hmm. tried it a few times, but I just couldn't okay. get into it. Um, yeah, mm. he doesn't really do it for me. Um, but yeah, what, what did you think? Mm. Well, conversely, I fucking loved it. <laughs> really yeah interesting yeah go oh on, my go on. gosh i i love gigs so much um i've always rated him um and yeah i feel like this is actually one of his more accomplished albums just in terms of consistency i think it's a consistently good album um i think he started off really strong with now or never um, which was like menacing production. Like it was just, you know, like it's like haunting really, like ominous. Mm. And I think it just, he kept the momentum going for a nice couple of tracks. It was Now or Never, then All Spin It's very good. Buff Baddies, these were all bops for me. Um, I liked the line, niggas ain't kakarot, they're more krillin, you know, because I was a Dragon Ball Z kid. So, you know, <laughs> any reference for that, you know, that's I'm living for that. Um, on a track... <laughs> You know, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. Because, okay. uh, you know, we do have to mention a few things. There was I'm Working with uh, Georgia Smith, which was very nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't mind yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mind it. Um, Georgia came correct. You know, very cute vocals. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, mm-hmm. I liked her bars as well. Um, so, yeah, that was a very nice track. Uh, the Dave track was so sick. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let okay. me just remember the name of that. I did enjoy the, I enjoyed Dave generally. So the Dave track um, was one of the better ones uh, mm. for me. Straight Murder. Yeah. The Dave mm. track, abs- like, honestly, like Dave just set the pace. Um, yeah. And yeah, just bars upon bars upon bars. And I was even looking at him like, shit, like what's Giggs going to do after you've, you know, after you've started <laughs> off like that. But actually I was very happy with what Giggs brought to the table as well. Um, I thought it was a nicely, nicely paired, like quite an even pairing. So yeah, really, really enjoyed that. 
Um, it's hard. I, you know, I never thought I'd hear Giggs speaking on the, the sort of Black Lives Matter movement. But he did um, on the chat with Emily Sande, who I love as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was happy to hear him talking about it because actually I think even at the beginning, he sort of introduces it and says, you know, I'm not really a guy to talk about things that are popular and trended or whatever, yes. <laughs> and, which is just, you know, typical hood nigger mentality. But, you know, he, yes. he said his piece and I was happy he did that. Now, so yeah, I love the album, uh, love gigs, but as a queer, oh it would be remiss of me <laughs> To not address. Did he drop the F word? Well, he didn't drop it. <laughs> he didn't, but he did. <laughs> oh, dear and I'm me. sure he's well. dropped it before. I'm sure he said something like, I'm sure he rhymed raggedy with faggoty before. I'm sure he's done that in the past. Wow. Um, but on this particular Lyricism. album, what he did, what did he say? I think the lyrics was, and it was in the track with A-Star. I think it was called I'm Working. I could be wrong. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, an A-star, love him, uh, Liverpudlian rapper, I believe. Yeah, I was about to say, is he the Liverpudlian? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, <laughs> that accent is I love it. Strong, I love bro. it. I love it on the track. I think it's just really distinctive. And he's got a really good flow as well. Like, it's not just, okay, I'm the Liverpudlian nigga. Like, he actually can spit as well. So I liked it. Mm. However, <laughs> there was this one line. Uh, Gig says, niggas get it right and I want the nicest portion Who's these little f? And then it bleeps out, but you hear the f that they like mm. endorsing. Now, for me, mm. I then went on to um, uh, what's it called? Genius, Genius yeah. to see, yeah, yeah, to see what they would say, and they said that apparently he said fuckers. Okay. To me, though, hmm. he has been swearing up and down all around. <laughs> this album. Why would they choose? Why that would he one suddenly bleep, yeah, yeah. bleep that out? He did it. He said faggots. He did. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sad, you know, um, it's sad God, that he yeah. did that. But at the same time, this is like, you know, Giggs is, <laughs> this is no excuse, <laughs> but Giggs is old school and he comes from the same breed of niggas who think that eating pussy's gay. <laughs> so. Uh, wait, 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 pause, pause, pause. What? No, honestly, there are, there are niggas out there who do not, you know, bo-catting. You've heard the phrase? <laughs> no. What? You've never heard the phrase bo-cat? No what oh my days yes it's very much a jamaican thing that we then picked up as africans when we all wanted to be jamaican (laughs) but basically yeah back in like back in the day if you wanted to eat a girl's pussy you were a bo-cat and that was dead and people literally like i wouldn't eat a girl's pussy that's gay excuse me honestly honestly, no like i remember toxic masculinity is killing my people oh so toxic like i remember when skepta drops do you remember that song sex all over the house yeah yeah yeah. oh god that video was (laughs) right right and i remember yeah yeah yeah. so obviously it was just a porn video accompanying his track (laughs) and um there was this one point and it was a black guy and a white girl and there was this one point where the black guy eats a pussy and me, still deep in the throes of toxic masculinity, was like, oh my days, he's a bow cat. What? So oh it's skeptical a bow cat now too? <laughs> so yeah, no. Um, bow cat, like you didn't want to be a bow cat back in the days. And like, yeah, you'd get, you know, if it came out that you were a bow cat, it would be an embarrassment. <laughs> um, and then obviously in America, where they just love eating pussy. So there was always like this weird, like, 
hmm, like 50 Cent says eating pussy's okay, but then uh, <laughs> Gig says it isn't. Like, what's going on? Um, so yeah, I believe that. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard Gig's rap about eating pussy. And I believe that's because he doesn't maybe equate it with being a road nigger. I don't oh know. God. So yeah, I believe he's from the same breed of niggers uh. who believe eating <laughs> pussy is gay. So And this is where the lesbians win. This <laughs> honestly, is how we're gonna take over. Okay. Anyway, sorry, continue. But yeah, there we go. Was I really expecting gigs to empower my people when he probably don't even eat pussy, you know? <laughs> so yeah. Uh it's a shame about that. Uh, and then I believe he then also said another line. Um, biggest debate over melanin. Yeah, that nigga's a bitch. Feminine. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that, but I, that so, made me laugh. To be yeah, fair. yeah. But that's the thing. You know what? Um, I was still twerking to the song. <laughs> I like that's the thing. It was a but. It's just, you know, that kind of gigs cadence. Yeah, like, exactly. Feminine. That's the thing. I, I love like, his that, that made me yeah, laugh, Exactly. Yeah. I love his cadence. I love his flow. <laughs> So, yeah, like, for me, I'll still be twerking to these homophobic niggas, like, oh in the God. same way, in the same way that many black girls can still, or many women in general, can still be twerking to the most misogynistic rappers out there. Yeah, because yeah, we just, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but it's I'm not, true. Yeah, it's I'm true. Not I'm anyone. not even gonna, I'm it's, not even gonna you know, front. Yeah, we, we have to just exist. It's that whole cognitive dissonance. And we just have to, like, compartmentalize, you know, yeah. our own beliefs. Which is sad, sometimes. but yeah, it's true. Yeah, because it's like, look, I'm not going to be like trying to cancel someone i'm in a club you know like look, let me just fold my ears and let me keep dancing and then maybe later i'll drag you on twitter but yeah what was i expected from gigs i mean hey he bleeped it out <laughs> <Bro -guessed. laughs> thank you <laughs> i guess that's the thing gigs didn't want that smoke so we've got we've, that's progress i believe <laughs> cannot okay well but yeah yeah that's it for me uh, we were going to speak about Dachavelli, but we've decided to move him to the lowdown instead. <laughs> yes, uh, we will get there. <laughs> we will get there. God, I can I just <laughs> go on. I I pu I pulled up um, the text message I sent you because you remember when uh, maybe like a couple weeks ago I texted you because he was on the receipts, and then mm -hmm. um, I was just like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, like this um da -da -da, and about that video yep. where he was like hugging that fan, and you know mm -hmm. like he's his voice is. You, you know you know yeah. uh and you know nick is tall as well i was like oh yeah like Very i like tall. him he seems nice da, da, da. but let me not speak too soon because he's probably gonna embarrass me mm -hmm. and the prophecy anyway honestly. yeah we'll we'll get to him later. honestly um, yeah we tried we tried to we tried him. this is what I, <laughs> listen i i reserve um praising uh men in public because mm. just just give them give them a minute give them a minute give them a minute yeah okay well is that uh that's us on the download yep I think that is us done for the download. So, uh, yeah, awesome. as we said, uh, most of the tracks that we have discussed here, you can find on our new Spotify playlist, which will be linked on our Insta and Twitter. Just click on our link and you'll find it there. So, yeah, go check that out. And one last shout out to Puele for her track Iridescent Dreams. Sweet. All right, so now we're going to go into the lowdown, which is our pop culture segment, where we discuss all the um, recent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh God, um, <laughs> I feel like every every episode I just look at. Them, like, yeah, there's a lot here. Honestly. Where we discuss, yeah, all the recent um, 
scandals, uh, entertaining bits, TL drama, celebrity mm -hmm. nonsense, all that, all that fun stuff. Like they were really just cramming it in this week, weren't they? Honestly, I, and I think I said this to you as well, this whole, obviously in terms of, we have things to do. And so the bi-weekly thing was kind of, you know, yeah, it, it was the best kind of balance and stuff, but mm -hmm. it's, the amount of stuff that happens within the span Honestly. of two weeks is just crazy. Especially the past like few days have been yeah, that's the insane. thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, let's start off with something nice. Okay. Um, Blue Ivy Carter. Yeah. Bless her, fellow Capricorn queen lover. <laughs> she uh, will be narrating, um, or she's already done it actually. Yeah. Um, Hair Love um, by Matthew Cherry, which won the Oscar that's for right. uh, Best Animated Short mm -hmm. Film. Well deserved. Um, great, great project. What a flex! Yeah, yeah. What a flex! Amazing. So, uh, yeah, mm. Blue Ivy Carter, the little starlet herself, is narrating mm. the audiobook for um, Hair Love, and mm -hmm. I just think it's great. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and um, in the uh, in the article, I think it was on um, Vox, they were mentioning how obviously you know Blue. Back in the day, stupid people had some shit to say oh, about her yeah. hair and calling Beyonce and Jay-Z bad parents and meh, 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 meh. Oh. Um, which that, that's a whole other conversation mm -hmm. in terms of texturism mm. and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But um, I think this is great. And wow. she's just such a, she's a prodigy, you know, she's just, she's a, a smart kid. Mm. Um Obviously, like saying this like I know her, but um, <laughs> from what I've seen on uh, Miss Tina's Instagram, mm. um, she she knows what's up. Mm. Uh, she was, of course, you know, the creative director behind most of Beyonce's recent projects. Absolutely. Um, you can tell she keeps her in line. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I'm very happy for the young madam on this. Mm, mm. Yeah, no, it's, isn't that really just poetic? Yeah, like how the internet was doing way too much about this child, this toddler, um, mm -hmm. who was just trying to grow out her hair, you know? And it's just hilarious because, mm -hmm. you know, Beyonce and Jit, like they knew what was going on and they knew like, mm -hmm. as if like you walk down the street and you don't see children with like little bold patches and blah, blah, blah. That's just how kids' hair grows anyway. So the mm -hmm. internet was doing way too much. Um, I just randomly came across this when I was like, um, I was doing my hair today <laughs> and I was just like <laughs> trying to get some guidance from someone on YouTube and well on a whim, who is this great uh, hair vlogger. And he is basically my like meme educator like he keeps me in the loop with so many different memes like honestly watch his videos they're hilarious <laughs> but yeah he just dropped at the beginning i was like oh okay so um yeah well done blue very happy for you securing the bag uh wow <laughs> what a bag as if she needs more bags but yes mm, yeah um, and i don't even really fuck with i don't know sometimes i can fuck with uh audiobooks but yeah i definitely will be giving this a listen just to hear oh yeah 100%. hear that voice mm. 100%. So that's a nice little bit of positive uh, news I found. Mm. Um, right, that's oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, this is uh, medium. We, we, can, we can laugh about it. Okay. So did you know that um, Obama was using Foucault to get bitches in Michelle. college? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bitches, period. No. Uh, but uh, no. yeah, so... <laughs> He was so, not. He was not. He was. He was. Um, oh, that I will admit. No, 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 no. No, he, I mean, it's a brutal listen. It's a, you, you've wow. heard that guy speak, come on. Um, it's true, so it's true. <laughs> I, I haven't, I mean, I'm not going to read his whole 
the, the book. But um, yeah, he's recently no. re- released um, his latest memoirs. Um, okay. And people have been having fun with this extract mm. Um, mm. from the book where he talks about his college days. Um, <laughs> I've got it up right now, so I'm just going to... I'm just gonna. I know, those section. days were wild. <laughs> no, uh, well, you, you know. Um, no? Okay. Wait, when did um, he meet Michelle? Uh, yeah, they met in college, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, am I going to try and do the... Okay, yeah, I'm going to try. Um, <laughs> That's a hard accent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, looking back, it's <laughs> embarrassing to recognize the degree to which my intellectual curiosity, those first two years of college, paralleled the interests of various women I was attempting to get to know. Long. Marx and Marcuse. So I had something to say to the long-legged socialist who lived in my dorm. Benon <laughs> and Gwendolyn Brooks for the smooth-skinned sociology major mm-hmm. who never gave me a second look. Foucault and Wolf for the ethereal bisexual who oh. were mostly black. Okay. As a strategy for picking up girls, my pseudo-intellectualism <laughs> proved mostly worthless. I found myself in a series of affectionate but chaste friendships. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. So my guy said he did all of that just to get friend zoned. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, oh, this sounds steamy. <laughs> no, no. He was like, I tried, but the bitches were not um, taking to it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, happens to the best of the, us. The, the favorite line for me was um, uh, the uh, ethereal bisexual who wore mostly black because same. Um, right. <laughs> that caught my ear. My ears went. <laughs> <laughs> but just the idea of it's just so funny. I don't know the idea of Obama trying to. I don't. Uh, I don't know. It's. I mean. I guess these memoirs kind of try and humanize them and be like, you know, I was just like you, and you know, I struggled with girls or whatever. But just it's just mm. still so. God, he's such a nerd. Who the fuck is trying to <laughs> spit Franz Fanon onto girls to try and I don't know. I don't know. Um, wow. I was gonna say that really surprises him, me didn't. that Obama didn't have game. I really thought he would just, you know. Nah. Wow. That does okay. not shock me. Can't I? Can't no? I? Really? Nah. I mean. I mean, I know he's a bit good. Nah, but he's like, this is the thing. I'm, I can't speak on how good of a president he was because, you know, <laughs> that's, that's a dicey conversation. But what uh-huh. I will say is that he was definitely the coolest president I believe we've ever had. Um, don't you remember that nigga went up on stage and what did he sing? Um, you know that I'm so oh, yeah, yeah, with, who's that? Bill Withers, is that Bill Withers? Al Green, my nigga went up on stage and sang some Al Green, he sang Al Green. I remember, yes, yeah. I was like, this is a cool nigga. Um, don't know about his <laughs> politics, cool but he cool. <laughs> like, to me, Obama's just a celebrity, that's the way I, you know, enjoy it. Like, that's how I can be comfortable with Obama. I'm just like, he's a celebrity, that's what he was. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to hold my tongue. Um, <laughs> let's let's yeah. <laughs> because yeah yeah yeah. Um. So yeah, that was a um a little a little fun thing. Um. Hmm. Okay, it's all shit after that. Um. So I, I sent you um the these uh transcripts that have recently been resurfaced. Um. Right. Since um the new season of The Crown, which I've been watching. Um, I have not, but I really want to get into it now. It's um, yeah, like I haven't watched any of the previous seasons, but Gillian um, Anderson is playing. Oh, Thatcher. so you're just jumping straight into? Oh yeah, five. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh I just no, I in. can't do that. Yeah. I'm not that guy at uh, all. I mean, I normally wouldn't, but because it's like, I don't know, it's like historical. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like true, jumping in. Like I'm just true. jumping into the 80s. That's how I see it. True, true, and so, yeah. um, 
Gillian Anderson, she'll make me jump to any season. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, we everyone was like pissed because like, why are you making, you know we love Gillian yeah. Anderson, why are you making that's, her Margaret Thatcher? That's actually but, not fair. Yeah. Why are you humanizing her <laughs> and giving her sex appeal but to be fair i will say like it uh it didn't change my perception at all i mean i didn't think it would but still watching it i was like thatcher is still a dickhead okay Um, that's good Uh, but no she she does a decent job the voice is um (laughs) interesting uh yeah i'm like what's wrong with her mouth (laughs) 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 yeah but (laughs) i will watch that yeah um so yeah sorry um so they uh resurfaced these old um this transcript of this phone call between Charles and Camilla, which mm-hmm. essentially is kind of phone sexy. I don't know. It's um. Oh wow. Oh. So. Uh... Yeah, you know, I actually <laughs> haven't read it yet. You sent it to me. Let me open it up. Okay. I, hmm. A friend. <laughs> a friend suggests we recreate this, but I don't know how comfortable I feel with this because it is. A, it's just. Wait, is this a joke? No, it's not. No, I mean the the tweet before in honor of Kate being cheated on by Prince William. Yeah, he he cheated on her. Are you serious? Yes, this was a big Prince William. Yeah, it was so because like the there's this whole thing with like the royal family and stuff and like the press like they're not supposed to or whatever whatever they the the yeah. UK press didn't report on it pretty much like at all but American press obviously because they have no as sort if. of obligation to the royal family like when when was this this was like uh, was it last year something like that what yeah oh my it was like a mate of theirs i can't remember her name but yeah no it was a big but if harry ever dares which he would never dare (laughs) (laughs) but if he did i would definitely have heard about it honestly the way they just Mm. love of kate and she hasn't done anything wrong but like oh my days yeah anyway that's why his hairline's peeling back like that it's the adultery just like his dad anyway um (laughs) but um, (laughs) these um these transcripts basically they're talking about um tampons (laughs) Uh, are you no what can we do this do you really want to Uh, (laughs) please so what do you want to be charles i'll be camilla oh you'll be camilla okay all right i'm joking i'm joking i'll be Carl. oh it doesn't matter but i'll be charles i'll be charles all right go on okay right i don't really know how he speaks so i'm just gonna try and speak like a Okay. I fill up your tank. (laughs) Yes, you do. Then you can cope. Then I'm all right. What about me? The trouble is I need you several times a week. Mm, So do I. (laughs) I need you all the week, all the time. Oh, God. I'll just live inside your trousers or something. It would be much easier. (laughs) What are you going to turn into? (laughs) A pair of knickers. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you're going to come back as a pair of knickers <laughs> oh god forbid a tambax <laughs> just my luck <laughs> you're a complete idiot <laughs> oh what a wonderful idea my luck to be chucked down the lavatory and go on and on forever swirling around around on the top never going down <laughs> Oh, oh, darling. Oh, oh, it's still me. Oh, wait, wait, where are we? Okay, sorry, go on. <laughs> oh, darling. Uh, uh, un- until the next one comes through. <laughs> oh, perhaps you could come back as a box. What sort of box? A box of Tampax, <laughs> so you could just keep going. That's true. Repeating yourself. <laughs> oh, darling, I just want you now. Do you? <laughs> mm. Oh, my God. So do I. <laughs> desperately, desperately, desperately. Oh, I thought of you so much at Yabi. <laughs> Did you? Simply, I mean, we couldn't be there together. 
and it goes on oh my god that is the worst wow. Wow. that is the art there was um a congressman a few I'm months dripping. ago i'm dripping i'm <laughs> dripping there was a congressman a few a few like a month ago who's like sex got leaked or whatever and it was like the most unsexy thing i've ever heard in my entire life this is worse this is worse yeah i never yeah, I, this is the worst thing i've ever wow. read and i've read a lot of things Mm-mm. Mm-mm. um so um mm. If anyone um, didn't hate that, um, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> oh please, oh. No, we don't need any more of that. I don't know if I want to watch The Crown now. <laughs> if it's just gonna be more of this, I really don't need it. <laughs> they, I mean, uh, it's it's interesting. Um, I just yeah. I mean, I oh actually, I do. I'll probably take this as a moment to clarify in case anyone cares. Uh, obviously, like mm-hmm. in the pilot episode, we spoke about. Um, meg and everything and you know yeah i love our good sis and everything but just to clarify uh, on mm. my personal position um me as i am by no means a monarchist and uh oh, do not neither. believe in the institution of the british monarchy oh, so i will just let absolutely. that be known um i just think meg is, oh yeah i think she's a cutie patootie and she doesn't deserve all the shit she's getting but um mm. yeah the royal family in general mm. i they could yeah as in yeah no 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 yeah. as an institution no uh yeah, I'm very. What is it, is it? A Republican? I don't know if I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In our context, I don't know yeah, if I'd go as far yeah. as saying I'm a Republican, but I'm definitely more on that side than like you know, mm. uh, a royalist. A mo- is that yeah, a monarchist? Like yeah, yeah, I'm definitely not one of those. Um, and I really only started caring about <laughs> the royal family once Meghan got involved, mm. and now she's out. So I don't give a shit again. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Mm. So uh, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, the crown. It's. I mean, I'm a few episodes in. It's all right but um i just found those uh i don't even know what to call them that interaction amusing uh mm. so okay on to the um okay who should we should we start with um should we start with notes with notes okay let's okay so uh <laughs> recently um notes the singer rapper uk artist um it was i believe uh is she a youtuber or an influencer this girl called yaz um basically snitched on herself well really she snitched on notes <laughs> and she was like um this nigga hit me up trying mm. to you know reminisce about old times yada 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 and mm. then like came around and tried to link i wasn't about it um mm. but this is what happened thing being notes has a pregnant girlfriend um <laughs> so uh this was top tier trash um mm. in terms of moves mm. and uh yeah i mean i <laughs> he fucked up he, she is yeah. buff yeah. and she's she pregnant is. she's beautiful she's gorgeous <laughs> and she's pregnant like what are you doing what are mm. you doing and i love that she was just like oh i don't play those games <laughs> like that's it she's <laughs> out and i love her for it i love that her girl for it killed me but i mean there's loki a bit of it seems a bit clout chasing because why would you go and snitch to like the? Sh- I'm, I'm, I feel like it was a shade bar. She like DM'd. Yeah, definitely two birds, one stone. Like, <laughs> I think she thought, you know what? Nah, as a woman, <laughs> you know, woman to woman, <laughs> she needs woman. to know. Like, if I was in that position, I'd want to know. Then but tell her. Time, Don't tell she, the shade bar. She, but she was also like, but when is this <laughs> opportunity going to come around again? Uh, let's do both. <laughs> and I don't hate her for it. Um, oh dear. I don't hate her for it. Because actually, I think as well, 
sometimes as well what women <laughs> sorry let me rephrase let me because you know far bit for me to tell women what they need to do but mm. nothing well it's not even true though i was going to say embarrassment will also help you leave a nigger but it's not always true it's not but i think the embarrassment definitely helped who knows maybe if she just came and secretly told her you know notes would be like ah oh, no i don't believe her blah 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 but um when it's like on a stage like this i think for her it just gave her the clarity like you know what i don't need this shit Mm. and she left and I rate her for that because it ain't easy ain't easy to leave your baby daddy of your baby that ain't even born yet so yeah love love to what's her name uh <laughs> Latisha? Yes. yeah no no oh yes. the, the baby mom um I, <laughs> the can't baby mom. I can't remember wait did she leave him uh, yeah she's left him they oh, don't I follow each other okay fine. yeah 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 they don't follow each other on social media anymore she doesn't follow him anymore she's made her story private like uh, insta private and everything um yeah 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 i'm pretty sure she's left him and i rate her for it yassi did what she needed to do <laughs> i believe Aaliyah did what she needed to do and so hey my love goes out to the black women in this i hope yassi your she's a youtuber i hope your career goes beyond this moment and this isn't all you're ever known for and i do genuinely mean that um and for Aaliyah, ray 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 i don't know how to pronounce it but mm. i wish you a the, I, I pray that the rest of your pregnancy is peaceful mm. um i can see that she's saying she's prioritizing peace yeah i mean everything. this is just such a that's another reason don't do this to your pregnant girlfriend because yeah, they do not nah, need to be nah. dealing with this shit now no like, no oh niggas no uh, and that's and it's a son as well. He doesn't need to be internalizing this rubbish <laughs> before he even gets out. Come on, man. Oh, Give man. him nine months of non toxicity, please, at least. Uh so yeah, I pray for uh Aaliyah. I pray for uh her unborn son. And I hope Yassi is all right. Mm. Notes <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Good luck to you, sir. Someone said uh, he doesn't even deserve to be called notes anymore. Man like scribble. Um, <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. That tickled me. But um, on that, there was, um, I mean, we probably don't have too much to say about this, but uh, mm-hmm. Sasha, uh, how do you pronounce her name? Uh, Aless, um, you know Kreps, girlfriend, baby mama. Yeah, I think I heard something about this. Go on. Uh, yeah, Sasha, um, pretty girl. Um, she tweeted, um, as a woman, I know what sleeping with someone before marriage does to us. So yes, I will encourage and pray my kids wait <laughs> yes. until marriage to protect their spirit yeah. until God blesses a unity for them. <clears throat> Why would I ever want anything less for my babies? And then it turns to this whole thing of like, oh, you know, like, this is why you shouldn't have sex before marriage. Because mm. Mm. And I, mm, I mean, I, I mean, just disclaimer, like, I'm not religious. So mm. it's probably way easier for me to be like, mm-hmm. I disagree. But mm. one you having a ring does not stop anyone from cheating. Like Absolutely that's not. just like <clears throat> off jump. That is a fact. Mm. And two, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the idea of like marrying someone and not, you know, giving it a test run just because <laughs> I, I don't know. I, again, like I'm, I'm a heathen. So take what I say with a grain of salt, but I don't think abstaining from sex is going to stop people for taking you for a mug. Um, ain't gotta stop niggas from being niggas it isn't it isn't it fully isn't so i feel like that might be misguided i mean i understand i guess where she was coming from but i feel like that Mm. advice is not really Mm. like gonna do much Mm. um so 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if yeah, <laughs> boss it wide, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> take I, a chance. <laughs> I personally am a Christian. Mm. Uh, I could not abstain, <laughs> fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> try as I I mean did I really try I was I about to really say don't I was, not, do I was trying to get rid of that shit well real quick <laughs> I was trying to get rid of that shit real quick uh, but I mean I do um, sort of see I mean although I am sex positive I do sort of see the um, I can sort of see the idea of how waiting and you know let's just say waiting let's not necessarily say waiting until marriage mm. I do necessarily see how waiting um, I, I can kind of see how waiting uh, to have sex with someone um, for a period <laughs> may uh, just filter out some bullshit for sure. Mm. And I feel like you'll definitely filter out, you know, the people like, oh, look, if I can't fucking you tonight, then bam, you know, cool. Um, but yeah, like yeah. I know many people who have, I mean, we all know, you know, we've got aunties and uncles who probably waited until marriage and they hate their husband mm. <laughs> or vice versa, you know. So um, like, it's not this foolproof, yeah. Uh, it's not this foolproof like thing. Yeah. It's about just trying your best. I think the most important thing um, before you get into any relationship, uh, sort of sex aside, is to just try your best to understand the person that you get into a relationship mm-hmm. uh, with. Yeah. I mean, personally, I know no no shade. I could be wrong, but hmm, my my question is. <laughs> Mm. I could be wrong for this. My question is, could you have seen this coming, Aaliyah? Uh, Not to say this is your fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. But what, no, sorry, what I'm trying to say is, what I'm trying to say is, were there signs that this guy was a trash nigga? <laughs> well, that's what I'm, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I mean, mm. I mean, what is it matter now? He's done what he's done. Mm. But, I believe there are always signs <laughs> or there are most, I don't know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Look, Aaliyah, love to you and your baby. I don't know what else to say. Um, maybe, he, yeah, maybe he just deceived you from the jump. And that is unfortunate because there are niggas, there are some deceptive niggas out mm. there who from the very get-go, they will make you think they're the best person ever. Mm. And then they're not. So, you know, yeah. Sorry, Aaliyah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I agree with what, what you said. I think, um, obviously, maybe not until marriage in my opinion but i think mm-hmm. there's definitely yeah, a value to waiting and you know getting to know a person a bit more before you're you know mm. intimate with them and stuff but yeah i'm just i'm not gonna mm. be the one out here telling people to wait until marriage because no yeah nah like that, that that's not the vibe for me personally mm. but you know whatever mm. you want to do whatever makes you feel comfortable um you yeah. do that god bless um mm. yeah uh so that's that on that mm-hmm. uh okay um who next tion wayne he's been doing a lot uh like i'm actually tra- struggling to keep up with everything that he's been doing he's just yeah so okay so first of all <laughs> he got into a fight on a plane with heady one uh... and some other nigga that i can't remember <laughs> whose name is so that already was like what? first i mean yeah Honestly. i think it was from a, a flight from dubai <clears throat> everyone for whatever reason is is in dubai um currently um well yeah because like yeah. they've you know Dubai's the only place we can go so now yeah it's just every every person with at least a couple hundred in their account has just gone to <laughs> dubai and i definitely will not be going there anytime soon no. uh no. yeah too much for me no 
yeah, so they got into like a fight on um on the plane and there was a tweet embarrassing that, I mean yeah first of all that was guys come on <laughs> on a plane it, in a pandemic a whenever people be doing stuff I'm just like Honestly. in a pandemic it's just it stresses me out mm. um but the <laughs> I'm just gonna read out the tweet because I've, I've got it up um so like Hedy One mm. uh tweeted um little altercation with some quote-unquote gangsters <laughs> coming for a fight um with their phones out clearly some clout chasing Lol. I'm good I'm free um, a hair on my head hasn't been touched. I'm having dinner steady. <laughs> and then Tion Wayne quote retweeted that. And he was like, lol. Ooh, you an internet boy now. Disappointing before the phones came out. I bust your boy's face. You lot run into the kitchen, man. Don't back out. No phone. <laughs> Didn't back out. No phone. Sorry. Mm. I don't know what that means. Um, But... Uh, <laughs> uh, that that was a thing. How um, was no one arrested? That's what I want to... These are good questions. These are good. And I feel like Hedy One, like, he's been to prison. I feel like he shouldn't be mm. engaging in fights and with people. People have been public. arrested for less on a plane. Yes. Like, yes. Honestly, that yes. was embarrassing. Like, I swear that counts as terrorism. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I don't know about that one, but um, it's, <laughs> okay. a plane is not a place to hash out um, beef. <laughs> it really ain't. It really ain't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was his first little thing. And then um, the other day... Uh, someone tweeted, uh, name me one UK rapper that dated a black girl. I want to see something. And then he quote retweeted it. Um, <laughs> this tweet has since been deleted. He quote retweeted it and said, me, and look where that got me. Laughing emoji, um, vomiting mm-hmm. emoji, rappers take note. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, of course, he tried to backtrack. He was like, oh, you know, like, it was a joke. Nah, nah, nah. All you guys are just running this narrative. Like, all oh, my girlfriends have been black. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Lonnie Good Honestly. told us about him. I yeah, I have nothing for Tion Wayne. Tbh, uh, oh. there's a few songs that he features on that I enjoyed. There was that song that he's literally on with oh. Touch of Ellie, which I I think I should just write off that song to be honest. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I like come on, really the anti the anti blackness or the anti black woman like that's it's it's, like, it's old. That's, I mean, ugh. like. <laughs> Is it's it bad? Old. I don't it's even flinch so anymore. It's like, ugh, okay. Next. But I was also like, like I was just like, come on, man. That's like, <laughs> that's so 2012 <laughs> of you. Like. Misogynoir is so <laughs> we outdated. We've moved on it. as a society since then. Really? Like, we have moved on from as a society a long time ago. Obviously, always been wrong. But like, come on. Like, there's no excuse for it. And there never was. But definitely not in this 2020 was was that ever gonna fly. But they're still they're still holding on to it, man. There's they the same they'll wheel out the whole every single time they wheel out the I mean, did you have you seen recently they've been people have been debating whether JT from the City Girls is pretty. Yeah, 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 have yeah, you seen yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just kind of like you lot don't have these debates over Sweetie or Janae or no, Nikki no. or like it's only the dark skinned girls no. who people find attractive that you're yeah. like mm, are they really yeah. attractive? Let me pick mm-hmm. up on every part of their appearance. Yeah. So like, why is yeah, it so it's, it's not up for question. Old. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not new. Sorry. Um, it's yeah. bullshit. It's dumb. And then it's also people pretending, either being really stupid or just purposely being obtuse mm-hmm. and being like, oh, like mm. it's not about color. Nah, 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 nah. Like just ignoring colorism mm. is a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, Chell, um, Tion Wayne. Um, God bless. Um, I shall not be. <laughs> <laughs> engaging as it were no 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 
Uh, okay, if we're going to carry on on um, mm. men being terrible. <laughs> Dottavelli. <laughs> oh, damn it. You were so close. You were, you were so, so close. close. You were so close. Did you? Did I send you that video of him um, with that um, fan? In, it might have been Suffrages uh, from a couple months ago. I don't think so. Okay, well, it's basically just, like, um, this girl, she's, like, on a shift at work, and Dutch Belly's there, and he, like, hugs her from behind and stuff, and, uh, like, gives her a hug, and, you know, says some mm. stuff, and uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, like, mm. a really cute, like, wholesome video and stuff, okay. and mm. it, it was when most of us, yeah, we heard, like, the the, the tenor <laughs> of his voice. Um, yes, that and, is an uh, impressive voice. Yeah, you know, uh, he just, you know, when people look like they smell good. He just, I mean, why am I, I'm not even going to, let me go do this now because you're about to him. But yeah, people were like, oh, he seems nice. Like, duh, mm, duh. Mm. Um, he's, he's Steph London's brother. Um, yes. Which was something I found out recently as Same. well. I didn't know that. Yep. Um, so yeah, everyone, you know, seemed to be like on him. And then, okay, mm. so it started with. Uh, it was a few days ago. Um, I'm just trying to see if I can pull up the actual thing. Some white girl posted. <laughs> a t- <laughs> Sorry, I don't know her name. Um, some white girl posted a TikTok, mm. basically uh, where she like shows her linking up with Dutch and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and that was and fine. So- which was fine. Which is fine. <laughs> that was fine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Doctor Umar jokes were funny, but like nothing wrong with that. Like, I mean, the girl does look a little bit young, but uh, you know. Yeah. In mm. terms of generally, like, fine, cool, like, mm, fine. no no issues there yeah, yeah, on my yeah. part. Mm. Later, uh, a few <laughs> days later, um, he was hacked and <laughs> the hacker released a stream of different, um, like, DMs and interactions he'd had with uh, girls, um, most of whom were pretty young. Mm. Uh, okay, so... It, it's okay so the main kind of i think person people were talking about was this drill mc tzandos is that i know uh, yeah yep, um, i believe so yeah i'd never heard of her before this but she's mm-hmm. an 18 year old drill mc uh dutch is 26 i believe mm. 27 i believe is he 27 oh yeah you're right he's 20 oh shit his birthday was literally de- november 11th um yeah okay he's 27 there we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't getting off that easy. <laughs> oh dear. All right. <laughs> so this nigga's twenty-seven. Um, this girl's mm. eighteen. Um, mm. and yeah, from the DMs, it. Okay, so you know sometimes with like hacks and stuff like that, mm. they can kind of be like, oh, you know, it's Photoshop or blah blah blah. blah. But yeah. yeah, no, they like screen recorded um the voice notes and everything. They were and, on yeah. job. <laughs> there was no there's no getting out of it um oh we know that voice we yeah, know i was that about voice. to say he has such a distinctive voice there was no way no <laughs> blessing fun. and a curse uh, someone, someone said um i remember when it happened they were like today's the day dr barely clears his throat um which tickled me <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah so they there were these dms between him and this 18 year old um where basically yeah it seems like they they linked um they slept with each other and yeah just like flirty dms etc yeah et that's the thing we could fill in the blanks yeah <laughs> yeah um and then there were other messages slash dms with some other girls um there was one person imani williams who's an artist uh i'm not sure how old she is um 
And uh, yeah, basically the gist of it was um, he was chatting to girls who were technically legal, but very young. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there was another one. Um, she, I think she's one of the girls from Gassed Up Lighties. <laughs> See, that one was, well, actually this is kind of something I noticed with all of these, but this one, he seemed less, he was a way less uh, receptive to this one and was just kind of like, you know, but Honestly, she seemed that, super sorry. keen. She, she took was, an yeah. L. <laughs> yeah. How, yeah. how in all of this fuckery have you managed to embarrass yourself? Like, <laughs> she took an L. Because she was really doing the most. She was doing she a was lot. talking so much, like I'm sending at him. I'm looking at the video now and it's just bare voice notes. And like the, the ratio of like responses the is ratio. mad. It's mad. Like, so, why are you talking yeah. so much when he hasn't said anything? <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Oh, God bless that young lady. Um, yeah. So uh, basically, yeah, he was. Um, was there anything else? Um, there was also a leak. Uh, this was not really incriminating, but um, him talking to Steph and she disses <laughs> uh, Russ and compares him to like Baby Shark. Um, mm. Innocent fun. There was also a DM with um, H. Is I saying him? H. Yeah. H. Uh, yeah. Mancunian dude. Um, that was you know. <laughs> innocent but yeah basically just was um this dude was dming and also sleeping with girls who were Mm. pretty young Mm. and um like one thing that kind of stood out to me when i uh was listening to the voice and stuff like you know when you talk to to first years Mm. like you know how 18 year olds sound they just sound Mm. like babies Mm. yeah like yeah and like listening to that like i'm you know i'm almost 24 but (sighs) Just me hearing that, I'm like, ew, yeah. like, you sound like a child. Like, this is it gross. It was gross. Yeah. So I'm like, like how are you as a 20, 26 at the time, year old mm-hmm. man, mm. chatting to these girls and not feeling like this is mm. a you? Like, it, 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 yeah. it's, it's just, yeah, no. Like, that's the thing. No. Like, I, like, listen to those voice notes. Yeah. And that's the thing. She was even trying to say, like, I'm a, say something like, I'm a big woman, you know? Yeah. All 18 year olds say that. She's saying it and she says it and she just sounds like a little girl. Legit. And it's like, especially you with your treble, treble, bass, bass voice. <laughs> the juxtaposition In between it. You're like, her that. and him, uncomfortable. Ugh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like she. Like to me, I'm just. I'm just hearing like, oh yeah, that's my little cousin. Like that's what I'm hearing mm. when I hear that girl. Yeah. And she even looked quite young to me, if you ask me. Actually, she did. Yeah. She um. Did. So she looks like a fresher, <laughs> which mm. is why it's like those it's, weird dudes who like mm. hang around unis, even though they graduated mm. like five years ago. Right. Chat to first years. It's just. It's just exactly. creepy. And it's just. It's you know. It is a bit strange because it's like, well, you know, you're you're Dutchavelli now, <laughs> and you know you have your sort of and not to say anything and this is even about like attractiveness or anything like that this is about you have like a pool of women that you could probably you know mm-hmm. try your luck with yeah why are you going so down in the age bracket you know like why what what's going on there um and it's just like for me again i mean look if the law says 18 <laughs> i'm not going to sit here and debate about that but what I will sort of pose the question is, what do you, a 26-year-old man, have in common with an 18-year-old? Mm-hmm. Um, right. mm-hmm. And don't you feel uncomfortable with the mm-hmm. just the life experience that you're bringing to yeah. the table mm-hmm. in comparison to hers? Like, yeah. don't you feel weird about that? Mm-hmm. 
like even like me at my age of 20 something when i'm talking <laughs> to these early 20s like i'm like oh like i don't know yeah. why i even have like you know 20 still on my like tinder because <laughs> i'm not gonna message them not first yeah. anyway and that's just 20 you know and i'm not too old like that anyway uh, but yeah like 18 to me that's just like mm-mm. like I, I just 18 year olds still by and large look very much 18 they mm-hmm. still very much like teenagers yeah and she definitely looked like a teenager yeah and again forgetting about this whole world she looks like blah 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 just about you know where their head is at where their experiences yeah, are exactly um i just i don't see how especially if i'm sorry but especially with one who looks so 18 mm-hmm. i don't get how you can get past that and feel comfortable yeah um you know it's it's a it's a yeah it's strange yeah. for me and i find it strange yeah and like like on that i in terms of you know typical um there's always discourse in terms of the discourse afterwards um there were just mm. a lot of men mm. ma- mainly men just Again, it's that thing of, I don't know if you're just stupid or you're being purposely, mm-hmm. like, obtuse and, like, deceptive. Yeah. Like, people yeah. acting like, oh, um, you know, they're legal, it's 18, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm. it's not an issue. Like, <laughs> you remember the other week um, when there was mm. that uh, that little girl, the little school girl who got, like, nabbed on the way um, yeah. to school yeah. in, uh, where was it? Mm-hmm. Um, it was somewhere in South London. Um, it was like Fort and Heath, I think. Yeah, around there. Um, yeah, yeah, around that area. Yeah, yeah. and when that Mitchum. happened, it might be Mitchum. So yeah, it anyway. was Mitchum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and when that happened, you know, everyone was just like, you know, ready to ride out, and you know, we're gonna find this guy, beat him up, like, dude, it's disgusting, mm. blah blah blah. Mm. Obviously, like, it's different because yeah, these girls are technically adults, but as an eighteen-year-old, you were just. Ugh, you're young like just in terms of like Mm. development like your brain in terms of life experiences in terms of all that stuff like there's so much like even as i said like me now as like a 23 year old like i like speaking to an 18 year old it's just i mean obviously there are some 18 year olds who might be mature or whatever but there's just such a difference in like experiences and where we are in our life and stuff and yeah and so if you're older and especially like being you know dutchavelli like, I just don't understand how that wouldn't make you uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. yeah, in terms of, like, other people, um, the discourse and, like, what, what people have been saying. Um, it, I don't know. This whole, like, the keep, the, the ugh, sorry, the the emphasis on, like, oh, it's legal, it's legal, it's legal. But, like, mm. it's still, like, it's creepy. And it's just such an imbalance of... Like, I don't mm, want to say power. Yeah, I, was, I mean, yeah, I didn't know if that was that was saying too much to say like an, an imbalance of power, but it is, and especially if you're Dutch belly, like you so, know yeah. the power you have, yeah. and like you know that these mm-hmm. girls are gonna be like pining over you and stuff, and it's just bare mm-hmm. weird to take advantage of that and like entertain that and just not yeah. feel some type of way about that, and yeah. you know it 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 also kind of made me like reevaluate kind of my experiences and stuff like that and you know, mm-hmm. thinking back to when I was, you know, 18, 19, and mm. I would sometimes be speaking with guys who were in their, like, mid-20s, mid 
And at the time, mm. like I thought I was mature mm. and, you know, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. But thinking mm. back, I'm like, why were those guys talking to an 18 year old? Like, mm. bro, like you were driving mm. to uni to come and like hang out with essentially like, yeah, yeah. a child. Like me looking back now, like I was a kid. Um, again, like it, there was nothing illegal, there was nothing whatever. But mm-hmm. no. I really think straight men, especially, need to kind of interrogate this and unpack this and mm. really kind of mm. think about this because it's just it should feel gross it should feel wrong and yeah i just mm. i wasn't amused by that and yeah um mm. i just yeah. think yeah because like at the end of the day like i mean i don't know her <laughs> i can't speak on her freaking sexual behavior or sexual mm. sort of activity or whatever but these are her like formative years yeah um, yeah why do you want to be a part of that? Um, it is a, I just think the discussion is about how you approach the discussion. Mm. Um, because for example, you were just saying, you know, yeah, you you were thinking about you yourself when you were 18 and you were maybe in these situations. And, you know, they were situations that, if I'm correct, that you, well, yeah, you just said it, you willingly decided yeah. to yeah. go into, you know. And so... I mean, it's it's like it's one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah, technically, it's fine, mm. and that's the thing. I I don't look at her and I'm like, what are you doing? Mm. You're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, looking at him. I am looking at him yeah. and being because like, you know, mm, you know what weird. people are like at eighteen, you know, and you know yeah. what you're like now at twenty six, yeah. and you know yeah. that the two don't. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't mesh. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah, you've you've come with this experience and this whatever, but that that does take power that is power yeah. there is a power yeah. imbalance there and it's yeah it's it's a weird one it's a weird one and it's like okay yeah it's legal but like why you know <laughs> why mm. yeah i mean like the age of consent is 16 but like i i mean there are going to be people and i'm sure there were people who were defending mm. Uh, you know, if Dr. Belly was to shag, okay, let me not save him. Let's if not. yeah, if if a if a man uh, age twenty six was to sleep with a sixteen year old, mm. there were people defending mm. him, being like, oh, well, sixteen is the age of consent. Yeah. Yeah. Si- that is a child, yeah. sir. Like that yeah. is <laughs> yeah, that is a yeah, baby, and that's mm. disgusting. So mm. yeah, I, I really think people need to interrogate this and think about it. And sometimes mm. you know it can be uncomfortable because someone made the point. Um, Oh, uh, you um, basically saying that people kind of defending it would get triggered because um, it would mean admitting that their dad might have also been a creep because their dad is like twenty mm. years older than their mum. And yeah, mm. not gonna lie, hun, some of your dads they were moving mad, <laughs> like straight up. Like it, it is uncomfortable, yeah. and you know yeah. it might not be nice to acknowledge that, but it's mm. I mean, and it's literally like with Charles and Diana. Like when they met, she yeah. was what, how old? Like sixteen, seventeen, and mm. he was in his late twenties. It's weird and it's creepy and it's just yeah, uh, mm. like we need to be honest about it. So um, yeah, yeah. Sorry to say it, mm. uh, <laughs> and I think it does. I mean, would <laughs> just to play devil's advocate, would you say it goes mm. both ways? If I mean, I I hate when people just flip the genders and are like, oh, I don't know. Mm. but if we do flip yeah. the genders, yeah, um, because I I definitely feel that way about like for example when you know these maths teachers sleep with their like 16 year old student 
and yeah. then like and i'm talking about the female teachers and they get like a slap on the wrist like i definitely yeah. feel like that's wrong because actually yeah yeah right. you are like taking like you have thrust like this child into this world mm-hmm. that actually you know they not that they had no business in but definitely not with a 30 year old and like she yeah it was absolutely like abuse of power and all of that and they're still that you know even though it's a woman from of course it can still be an abuse of power um but for example you know i still i still find it creepy actually if a 27 year old was going out for eight, a 27 year old woman was going out with an 18 year old boy i 100 percent yeah find that actually yeah i would yeah, find the that gender creepy. doesn't matter to me like yeah no nah, you're right it's, <laughs> you're still wrong for that yeah actually yeah yeah very creepy as well okay that solves that <laughs> <laughs> so uh dr Valley, um i'm very sorry i mean <laughs> i still hadn't listened to the album and um, we were supposed to talk about it but um I guess oh, I never will now. So see, uh <laughs> I did you see I did listen to it. Um How was it? and it was good. It was a good album. Um but yeah, I feel like this has kind of overshadowed it a little bit for me anyway. <laughs> um I can't really remember the album, but I can remember all of this. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Dutch Valley will be okay. And to be fair, I'm not saying he needs to lose his career over this at all. Um, I mean I don't think but he will. I think but I think yeah. Um well, first things first, get a new password. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> um, Is it like, like what, Dutch123? Was, was your password? Password? Like, what actually <laughs> happened? Like, how did they just oh. manage to get infiltrate and just mess up your life like this? Um, and yeah, we'd be trusting these apps too much. I don't talk craziness. <laughs> I, well, I'm going to, from now on, I'm not going to be talking to craziness anywhere because, I mean, I ain't doing, I ain't doing bits, to be fair, mm. and nothing, you know, crazy mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, you cannot be trusting these apps. Like, yeah, it's, it's actually crazy how much trust we put into these apps when you actually think about it. Um, especially if you're doing mad stuff like that. Like you'd think you'd be a bit more, um, I don't know, covert. Yeah. I don't know. Like to leave such a paper trail when you know you're moving like that. Yeah. Very bizarre. So, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that on that. Ugh. Honestly, like this is, and I, ugh. I hate to say it, but like, I just can't stand men. Like, I just can't. And they, they won't let me because mm. if I do mm. so, they will disgrace me in some way. So I just, ugh, this is why mm. I have to, yeah. Frank is the only man I can, I trust. Mm. Everyone else is, has let yeah. me down. So, um, wait, has Frank done anything? <laughs> nah, nothing egregious. Yeah, no. Ugh, do you want to talk about the Sainsbury's advert? Is it worth talking about? <laughs> I mean, I mean, what else is to say? Um, <laughs> like, you know, you keep telling us you're not racist and you keep showing us how racist you are. I mean, what? Uh, England, why? Like, just just come out and say it with your chest. You don't like niggas and things, Honestly, like, ugh, I mean, just, yeah, mm. if we're going to talk about it very quickly. Um, so I'm sure everybody knows Sainsbury put out one of like a series mm. of adverts they're gonna that they're gonna put out to represent mm-hmm. like modern mm-hmm. British life in the UK, obviously. <laughs> and um, yeah, the first one <laughs> they dared uh, to you know kickstart this mm. series with a black uh-huh. family, um, and of course many many mm. people who were not black <laughs> were very well. Let's just say it, white people were very very upset about the fact that. They could not, that they did not feel represented. I hate it here. I hate it here. In the advert, which is just hilarious, which is just hilarious because 
you didn't even like you wouldn't even know what representation was if it wasn't for how much we were not represented okay so like now for them to be like well this doesn't represent me like should we just pull up every Sainsbury's advert ever like what honestly what like at this stage what they do want you to want? pretend that we do not exist honestly, and they don't um, want to have it shoved down their throats mm, in their Sainsbury's adverts god damn it honestly and like, I don't even be shopping in Sainsbury's because that shit is expensive. Oh, I do and like actually, I've always said Sainsbury's. <laughs> I can't like, I do be in Sainsbury's anyway. a lot. Especially during lockdown, <laughs> bro. Like, Sainsbury's is lit now because no one can go anywhere else. Every time I go to Sainsbury's, metal. <laughs> Like, it's funny because I've always said Sainsbury's for white people because it's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? They're getting, I mean, my, they're getting a couple of my coins. It's not Waitrose. But it's like, you know, it's the middle ground between yeah. like well, Tesco and Waitrose. Sorry. It's like where you go to feel a little bit bougie. But they do have really good apple juice. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Sainsbury's, you can get a couple of my coins and uh but can you just yeah. hear that like yeah, everybody else. they put black people in an advert so we're like we're gonna t- <laughs> honestly it's just, this it's oh it's mental i cannot honestly i cannot it's just mm. people like oh like they should if they just put like a normal family like what huh <laughs> i i'm i i just i'm honestly flabbergasted like, like i don't understand i'm so mm. confused i was a little bit shocked by that one a little bit really just a little bit. Really? Because it's like, it's just like, like, fair enough if they were kind of just like, oh, look at Sainsbury's trying to be woke. But they were really actually upset. Yeah. Like, where am I? Where's me? <laughs> like, wow. Wow. Like, that's lunacy. That's legit. That is absurd. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy that they could <sighs> see that one advert and be so triggered. Mm-hmm. Not even to be like, oh, they think they work, but to oh actually God. be like, they are erasing me. <laughs> Honestly, that. Oh, yeah. God bless <laughs> to England flag Twitter. Okay, I'm just gonna just throw in a quick, um, quick, quick fire, um, just fun stuff. Mm. Uh, Rebecca Vardy okay. has won the first stage of the uh, libel action lawsuit against uh, Colleen Rooney. Uh, I can't wait. The Wagatha Christie <laughs> um, saga continues. Um, Honestly, honestly, I just that whole thing. I was, just... <laughs> mm, I was Team Colleen, but you know, I was. I let's mean, just I am. see how this plays out. I am. Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on things. Um, mm. Other quick thing: Did you see that Scott Disick messaged um, Meg <laughs> from Love Island yeah, about how she treated? I love that. <laughs> well, who did she treat badly on the E-ow? show? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure yeah. I saw I saw him at Pride like last year, maybe. In London, he's. I bet. I bet. I mean, he's probably at loads of prize. I, I that cracked me up uh, because it's just like, wow. Imagine being like so rich and famous that actually, when something happens on TV and you don't like it, you could actually complain direct to the person and they'll respond to you. Like, that's a new flex. I have to say. <laughs> yep. So that that tickled me. And again, mm. Scott Disick. Someone else said it, instead of him to focus on the other like. 18 year olds or whatever that he's dating he's dming <laughs> megan oh yeah that's so true. he's that's another true. one i've got my eye on <laughs> um hmm. anyway uh but yeah i think for the most part uh i think that's us done mm. on the lowdown oh actually sorry just a quick thing mm. um you've seen the um the newer twitter fleets i have yeah i'm <laughs> honestly like i'm just trying like literally you know me i'm not a social media girl and I'm just trying to mm. get to grips with everything. 
And then they're changing the thing. Like, they're changing the script already. Like, literally, it reminded me of my mum one time. Like, she'd log into her laptop every time and, like, go into Google. And every mm. time they did, like, the Google doodle, like, she'd get so confused. Yeah. She'd be like, who changed the Google? Oh, bless her. <laughs> so, bless yeah, her. that's how I feel. Like, who changed Twitter? Like, what is this? But... Um, I hate them. I don't like them. <laughs> it's it's too like much. Them. It's too but much. But also the name Fleets. I, I thought that would have tickled you. Oh, it tickled me so much. The first thing that came <laughs> to my mind, I was like, what? Do these things know? And I'm sure. Yeah, some... I was like, surely did they not have someone yeah. like. And I'm sure, no, I'm pretty sure. Azealia Banks know. has said that somewhere oh high up God. in the sort of Twitter, <laughs> you know, the manager, boardroom, blah, blah, blah. Someone dares gay. And um, how did they let they this one slip through the net? But then, I don't know, maybe they thought... Because it is clever, you know. Um, but also, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to get the gays and, you know, everyone else as well. So, oh, you know what? It, oh, it just conjures up so many images. Because it's like, you know, just fleet it out. You know, just like... Oh it's God. God. <laughs> it's just like God. Don't worry. It's God. That just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's oh, a powerful dear. image. It's um, a powerful I, I, image. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, please. Yeah, it's great on me. Stop. Oh god. I you know, it was a little it was a little Normalize fleeting. It's a little nod and a wink to you, man. Um you know. God bless. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll make my first fleet at some point. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, you know what that actually reminds me. Mm. <laughs> but just to quickly go back to the Dutchavelli thing. Okay. Because, yeah, it, like, it made me think of, like, you know, like, when I think about younger, more guys than girls, obviously, well, not obviously, but well, you'll see, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, more guys, because, like, when I think of, like, an 18-year-old guy, mm-hmm. like, even if they're cute, my f- and even if they may be, like, they're 18, but they look older, my first question, though, is, like, but do you even know how to douche yet? Like, <laughs> I'm just, like, mm nah. <laughs> I bet you don't even know how to douche. Oh, so, uh, like, yeah, I I was just instantly like ill with the whole eighteen-year-old. Uh, you, your thing. train of thought is just <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Like, you need to. Anyway, sorry. Where were you? I <laughs> no. Fair, fair, fair play. Um, eighteen-year-olds are not rinsing out their assholes properly. Um, not yet. Not yet. You. Not yet. Um, <laughs> there's still so much to learn, and actually, no, that's I'm not even going to get into that conversation. But um, uh, go on. <laughs> what, no, I mean, I was just gonna. <laughs> I guess it's probably going to go on. Um, but isn't there like, and this is kind of also an issue. I was going to say I had, but I think a lot of people had with um, "Call Me by Your Name." Isn't there? There's like a big thing with like gay men where, and I guess it's mm. to do with you know, especially if you grew up where you you're closeted and you can't be open and you have to mm. do things kind of you know a bit cdly and like back alley kind of way mm-hmm. but isn't that mm-hmm. kind of this big thing of um older gays or sorry younger gays like in their teens and stuff hooking up with gays in like their 20s yeah. 30s yeah um, yeah 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 you know like what that. there is yeah there is, and that's the thing and that, that's why yeah because even when we were talking about the sort of gender like i, I don't know i guess that was a bit um heteronormative of me <laughs> to like only talk about like oh what if we flip it but also like with the the sort of the older male and it's weird because yeah definitely in the queer community or in the gay community I there is a bit of like a it's weird because it's kind of like a rite of passage I can't even oh lie it really is like if you ask many 
gay guys, mm-hmm. young gay guys about, or just not even young, but like, you know, you ask them about their first experience mm-hmm. or some of their earlier experiences. And yeah, there's always like an old guy in there somewhere. Um, and it's, uh, it's weird. But it's, you know what, you know why it's slightly, not necessarily different, but because that's the thing, like stepping in, I think after being, you know, being socialized in this heteronormative world, sometimes you do, <laughs> you do kind of need like a, or I don't know, maybe there's this idea of like a guiding, like a guide, a gay tour guide who just like, you know, mm. guides you through yeah, like this, you know, this new world that you're discovering. Yeah. So it is a bit trickier and um, yeah, sometimes you do need that. Oh, it's weird. You know what? It's weird. Do they have to be it's 10 weird. years older than but you? But sometimes, pardon? Do they have to be 10 years older than you? I mean, I, they I, don't. I completely they really understand don't. what you're saying and I hear you. But, but yeah, it's just. But at the same time, I remember one time I went to a party and this like 30 year old introduced me to his like 18 year old boyfriend and he oh had like God. the massive smile on his face. Oh. And I was just, I was so repulsed and I was just like. It just felt exploitative. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially when he's like giving him drugs, you know? Uh, yeah. That, that's a whole other. So, yeah. you know what? Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm like, yeah, it, yeah. Call Me By Your Name definitely romanticized the whole, oh yeah, the older guy. Mm. Although I can't lie. I hate that movie. I can't lie still. <laughs> I would have given it to, <laughs> I'm sorry. If Yeah. This is the thing though, because yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? It's, it's gr- what? To Timothy? Yeah. I can't remember their names in the thing. It's, it's Elio and... I cannot remember. I can't remember, but I think his real name's Army and it's Timothy, isn't it? Mm. Now, um, I can't lie. If I was in that situation, if I was Timothy, I absolutely would have given the cheeks up to that guy because he's fine. And I mean, yeah, you thing. would because <laughs> you're... You would. It's this fine older dude. Um, but what do you think of it from the, um, but then from the other I perspective? Was, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, but if I was him, would I? And it's like, well, you know, you shouldn't have. Um, so yeah, it's... I, yeah i wish that kind of because that's the thing that boy ruined i'm i like i've read the book okay mm-hmm. um in the film we just see you know timothy is a bit sad and he's looking to the fire and he's crying but i read the book he fucked up his life really? <laughs> he, he fucked up his life like this guy went on to like you know i think he was like 30 by the end of the book and yeah he never really found true love after that <laughs> Um, and he's still like, you know, I think he even went to meet up with him again, like in his 30s. Honestly, like, that's the thing. When you're 18 and you're like going through your first sexual experiences, actually, the person comes with, even if it's just another 18 year old, they come with so much power mm. because it's like your first, you know. Yeah. So then to come with your age as well, the the power balance is just so off. Mm-hmm. It's so off. Um, yeah, because like I said, he fucked up Elio's life. <laughs> so, yeah, actually... You know, it's a weird thing, but generally I feel like it's quite hard for it to not be exploitative mm. and just super imbalanced. So, yeah. But, you know, it's... Mm. But at the same time, I don't want to just say, oh, anybody who has like an age gap in their relationship is wrong. Yeah, inherently that, wrong. that's... Yeah, not necessarily. Because that, that's not what I'm trying to say yeah, at all. Of course not. But I think, yeah, like you said, you know, you need to interrogate the situation mm. and just ask the questions that need to be asked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, tricky one. Well, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I think, yeah, we've, mm. we've, <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, that's us good on the, um, on the lowdown. Shall we now transition to Dear Download? 
Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Dear Doubtler. Yeah, we got a letter for you, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we have a letter. Oh, my days. I can, like, that's the thing. Like, I just skipped over it because it's like, we ain't getting no damn letters. <laughs> we never get any letters. But we got one for your head top this week. So, actually, let me get it up. I'll just say, but yes, Let's guys, look. please uh, email us if you have shit going on. Um, anything, really. Uh, Email us at uh, deardownlow at gmail.com. Um, we love, you know, we love the interaction. We love hearing back from folks. So do get in touch. Do get in touch. Make me feel better about my life. Yep. I've also made a link in our bio on our link tree. You can click on there and create, fill in a Google form, all anonymous for you. You don't even need to make your own burner email. It's all done <laughs> yeah. for you. So yeah, also if, you know, if that was stopping you before, nothing's stopping you now. So we have our first listener letter. Um, and it is from, I, hmm, I'm not sure if this is your real name or not. So I'm just going to give you a fake name. We are going to call you <laughs> Yassi. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, it says, Dear S and Bernie, firstly... Y'all are killing it. Secondly, please help. Thank you very much. So, my ex owes me £1,400. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not funny. Before you it's say it could never be me, I know I'm stupid. Okay, well, now that you've said that. that, it could never be me. I'm telling you now. Because firstly, I don't have that money to give you. I'm sorry to tell you. But secondly, mm-mm. But you know, anyway, let's 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 carry on. Sorry. Let's carry on. So we broke up just over a year ago, and the last thing he said to me was that he'd pay me back. <laughs> However, I have yet to have a single penny returned to me. The tricky thing is he's quite difficult, and I've also wronged him post breakup. <laughs> so he's likely not in the most agreeable state at the moment. I want to know how you wronged him. I can't lie. In light of this. <laughs> I messaged his mum as any sane person avoiding conflict would do. <laughs> yep, just pass the burden onto the woman. <laughs> she had all. <laughs> it's true. It's like it's like well, if we can't reason with these niggas, we've got to find a reasonable woman somewhere. Unless if she's reasonable. <laughs> she had always seemed like a reasonable woman, good. And I know they're not in any financial difficulty. So to be honest, I'd hoped she'd just sort it out and do a small, small bank transfer. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> she instead proceeded to update me on her life story since we'd broken up, which I could not care less about, lol. And then simply say she felt this was not a situation she could get involved with. Babes, please. You were happily involved in his poor parenting. <laughs> Give me my money. And that pretty much brings us to now. I guess my next step is to message him directly, but thought I'd seek your thoughts on how best to do this. Or any advice at all. Thank you. Muchos love to you both. Love from a broke bitch. Oh, sorry. There we go. She's called a broke bitch. Slash <laughs> okay. um, Yassi. Yeah. Oh. Bro, I'm just going to say preemptively. Um, mm. I've stopped saying it could never be me. Because <laughs> sometimes it do be you. I will say I've not yet given anyone such a sum of money. Mm. And I do not anticipate I will do so. However, mm. I have learned that I need to stop saying um, it will never be me. Mm. Um, 
So I'm not I'm not judging. <sighs> I, I kind of am judging, but I'm not judging. <laughs> oh, <But> yeah. <laughs> broke bitch, broke bitch. This is this is tricky. Doozy. That's peak. Okay. Um. Over a grand man. Nah, right. I know you're burning. I know your head is hot right now. Mm. I know your head is hot right now. I would be pissed. Honestly. I would be so pissed. I'd be vexed. That is a big sum of money. Nah, I'd be rattled. And nah, I'm actually burning for you. Oof, what would I do? <laughs> you could go on holiday, man. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly. You could buy a car. Mm. I mean, not a great car, but you could buy a car. <clears throat> right, Someone's look, rent. Broke bitch, yeah, broke bitch. This is what I would do. Firstly, you need to start doing your research and see if you have receipts. Um, do you have anything that says <laughs> that he would pay you back or that you would give it to him as a loan? Now, if mm. it's tricky, because if the, the, the thing is, he hopefully he was like a really like, you know, he was too like, you know, he had too much pride about it to ask you to your face. <laughs> and he asked you over text because then you have receipts. And then you need to find out whether it was a loan or not. If it's a loan, then absolutely he has to pay you back and you have proof for that. Um, mm. If even if it was a gift, you can still fight about it. The only thing is, eventually, if this does go to the courts, which it may have to, <laughs> it's, it's a lot harder to get that it. money back if it's technically yeah. a gift. And you're going to have to spend more money mm. like going through the whole process. And it's just, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've just got to try and... I, I, it would be helpful to know how you wronged him because then we can kind of see <laughs> what, you know, why he... Either way, bitch, give me my money. I don't mm. give a fuck. Okay, look. So what you need to do, you're, you're going to message him. I think you just need to... I mean, S, do you think it's worth, like, trying to build up a rapport first for maybe over a couple of <laughs> days or weeks and then I mean... asking him? Or do you think he should just go straight away in a polite I way. I think go straight away. Because if he's already pissed at you, he's not want, gonna want to do It's true. It's true. Talk. You don't want to fuck like, up your chance to just, speak yeah. to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So straight away, just you know, hello, hey, how are you? Um I was wondering if we could talk about <laughs> the one thousand four hundred pounds you owe me. I think you kind of need to basically make him feel a bit bad about himself and just, mm. you know, basically just be a bit like look, um, you know, obviously, um, I need that money that money back. Um, like are you are you in like financial difficulty right now? Like will you have difficulty paying me back? Because you know, we can sort out a payment plan. Hopefully yeah. his pride will get the better. Yeah, of him. this is England. You can pay things back like mm, one pound a week dollars. at a time, anything's possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it? yeah. Like I think you just need to be honest with him, try and appeal to his humanity <laughs> and just be like, Look, I'm struggling here. It's a fucking pandemic. I need that money. Mm. But obviously yeah. I know that it may be difficult for you too. Can we sort out something where you're paying me back a little bit, you know, bit by bit? Yeah. Um, and hopefully he can, you know, reason with you. Um, if he doesn't, then you got to bring down the book on him. You really do. And you got to find your receipts. So start scrolling, start searching, start doing control F with your conversations. <laughs> like just do the pound sign. <laughs> just search for that in the chat <laughs> and see how you phrased it. I pray that you phrased it lend or he asked borrow um and then you just need to i think then you need to compile your receipts and send that dossier over to him like okay look here 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 and here clearly we can see that it was a loan now you need to give me back this money otherwise <laughs> i will be taking legal action i hope it doesn't have to come to that i think the first step you need to do if it does come to this hopefully he'll respond to that if he doesn't 
then the first thing you need to do is hire a mediator. <laughs> I checked this. Oh um, it's less than £100, I think. You hire, a media- you hire a mediator to contact him. Hopefully that sense of like official officiality or whatever will make him be like, oh shit, she's actually not playing. Because he may call your bluff. He actually may. Um, also, call upon your um, lawyer friends. Like, you know, if you're lucky enough to have people in your circle who are lawyers, call upon them. Because it's the thing, like I get it, you know, not like our yeah we've got our friends who may have their own businesses and careers and it's not sometimes it's not fair for us to just like you know expect them to do things for us for free but at the same but time do. yeah exactly at the same time do um and it's not as if like you know it's not as if it's like oh you're asking like your person who runs like you know they're selling shea butter from the back of their car and you're like asking for a free <laughs> sample like it's not like some of black people like, they're you know if they're a lawyer they're doing all right <laughs> so they could do something a bit like what's it called pro, pro bono <laughs> They pro, bono, so yeah. pro bono so basically just try and get their advice see if they can even draft something for you that seems very official um and then you send that to him as well so you've tried with the mediator because i believe once you haven't done that and once you've done that sorry once you've tried to you know um reach them with a mediator and they don't respond then you can make an official complaint online to the courts and they will sort of you know say okay you need to pay this money and if he then doesn't respond to that, which would be very like brave of him not to, then you either got to go to court <laughs> or you take the L. Personally, I I was literally going to say you might have to just take this L, mate. You might have to take the L. <laughs> I can't lie. The you thing is though, it, it's it's about this. It's about this because if you go to court, you probably won't see that one thousand four hundred <laughs> yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's like yeah. it's just about how like it's it's about principle whether you care that much about the principle. Because yeah. yeah, you may not get that one for, for one thousand four hundred pounds back into your account by the time you take into account uh, costs and everything, but at least he doesn't get to keep it. <laughs> me, I'm a petty bitch, and it's, it, for me, it'd be like, <laughs> okay, look, I may not see that one thousand four hundred, but you ain't gonna see it either. Like, <laughs> I'd happily that I take it to the courts. I, you know, I'd <laughs> take it, you know, full extent of the law, absolutely on his ass. But if you can't be bothered <sighs> with that then you may just have to take the L and learn from it, you know, turn your L's yeah. into lessons. <laughs> <they say. laughs> Which is probably not what you want to hear right now. <laughs> I know, I know. But honestly, there's not much. Like, that, those are your options. You either, you know, try to reason with him, appeal to his humanity, then call, like scare him a little bit, you know, um, or you go to court or you take the L. That's, that's, that's the best I got for you, I'm afraid. S? <laughs> yeah. Uh... I mean, yeah, everything you've just said sounds pretty, um, yeah, I guess, on the money. I mean, I would say, like, if you, <laughs> if, you know, you, you say you've you've wronged him and stuff, I know that people can be, mm. I mean, in general, after breakups, people can be very cold if mm. things didn't end well. But especially if they feel like you've, like, fucked them over, people can be, like, darn right cruel, like, mm. you know. And so in terms of appealing to their humanity and like, you know, sense of good faith and dignity and honor and yada, 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 that might not serve you in this case, Um, especially Mm. if he feels like, you know, he has like he is in the right and whatever. And for him, it might be like, this is payback like this. I'm keeping this money like fuck you. So, you know, um, me personally, like everything Bernie just said, like, you know, if you feel like it would be worth it to pay um to go through the legal process if it came down to it fine me personally i 
I would probably just have to say, I mean, I would try and maybe like text him one last time and try and, you know, push and be like, you need to give me this money, like stop fucking about. But if that mm. doesn't work, I would personally, I would just find the L because mm. like if I, if I go to court and like take the legal route, like the amount of time and energy and money mm. I'm going to have to invest mm. into this thing that I mm. probably won't get mm. for me just isn't worth it. And kind of, I, I'm for having peace and I know you're probably not peaceful right now because you're down <laughs> 1400 pounds mm. I get it mm. but uh yeah I would just honestly probably just have to firm the L and um don't lend <laughs> niggas money in future because yeah yeah or don't lend people money in future um mm. that you're in a relationship with because uh mm. and actually if again let me say I'm saying this now but as I said like I've stopped saying it can never be me because <laughs> uh recent events have shown in many respects um it it, it becomes me so <laughs> i can't even say like you know don't don't lend someone money again because you know yeah. you might be in a situation where you know and yeah you know relationships like you love them and yada yada yeah. yada mm. it's tricky um i'm sorry this is a shitty situation um mm. yeah I, I i don't think i have much for you but I'm, I'm just looking at your letter again and it does say the last thing he said to me was that he'd pay me back. Do you have that in writing? <laughs> because <laughs> if you do, you might have a case. Um, I think, fine. Okay, so, you you know, you've got the Bernie answer. I say, you know, uh, take that nigga to court. <laughs> you've got the S answer. She's saying, you know, message him. If not, then take the L. So I think the happy medium is that you again, try to appeal to his humanity, if that doesn't work, then you make him think that you're going to take him to court and hopefully <laughs> that will scare him. Mm. Sometimes, you know, you got to, you know, give him that poker face. Um, yeah. Do you have any dirt think... on him? Like, can you blackmail him? Like, you know, <laughs> for a, bit of, <laughs> a bit of spice in. Because that's the thing. Okay. Like, I mean, let's just say you cheated on him. <laughs> just because, you know, just to <laughs> fill in the blank. Let's just say you cheated on him. Is that is what one thousand four hundred pounds? Is that what that costs now? I don't think. Uh, you know, <laughs> nah, come on, man, nah, come on. I mean, I remember apparently when Mariah Carey got divorced, she like you know charged inconvenience fee. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, what one thousand four hundred pounds inconvenience fee? I don't know, man. Uh, Seems a bit excessive to me. But yeah, I'm on your yeah. side because you're you're our our listener. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. If if it was the other way around and our listener wrote into us like, man, nigga cheated on me, <laughs> but that guy is funny. I'll be like, oh, okay. What's yeah, the keep problem? Keep it, sis. Keep yeah, it. period. Fuck no that nigga. But we're with you today. We're with you. <laughs> That's inconvenience fee. <laughs> but we're on your side today. Um, so, yeah, I would say, yeah, I think you've got to threaten him. Call his bluff. Make him think he's going to go to court. Um, no one likes to go to court <laughs> so hopefully um, but also maybe when you threaten him maybe because that's the thing you, I don't, you said he's difficult so you don't want to maybe rile him up too much because maybe yeah maybe he doesn't even want to go to court but he's like you know what because she's you know challenged me I need to save face fine yeah let's go to court then so like maybe you have to find a way <laughs> to gently tell him like look if you don't give me this money I'm going to take your ass to court. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase it, but I'm sure you can find it. Also, way. his mom's unhelpful as fuck. Yeah, um, mom, what's wrong with you? I know you were what's pissed during that phone call as well. That. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you telling me? <laughs> I don't know your race, but I know oh, any dear. African mom 
would Listen. actually be twisting the ears of that I son. was literally <laughs> just about to say she would be grabbing him by the ear and Honestly, bringing him to your door to pay you the like, money. Like, mate, if I came back from the park and my, you know, I came back with like a toy that my friend gave me, the way my mum would send mm-hmm. me back, like, mm-hmm. go and return that mm-hmm. toy now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what useless mum this is, but she can see <laughs> four figures and she's saying it ain't my nah, problem. That's nah. wild. Absolutely nah. wild. Mm-mm. So, Damn. Yeah, so sorry to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? No, it could easily happen because actually when you lend someone money, you're never thinking about, oh, yeah. well, we're going to break up like soon. And, you know, you're obviously like you're investing in your relationship. You see mm. it as just, you know, it is part of, of I guess it's like a love language. Almost. Yeah, which like, is why I, I, like, I'm not, I can't even like mm. judge or be like, oh, you so should have done true. that. Because, yeah, mm. of course. Um, but no, mm. good luck with that. But yeah, <laughs> let us know how it goes. Yeah. Right, follow up. Yeah, please. L- yeah, please do let us know about how that goes. Um, but yeah, good luck. So that was dear download. Yeah, <laughs> 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 no, look, we got one, and you should be great. Like you should be happy with that. I mean, look, <laughs> we managed to get one remotely um, during the pandemic. We're doing no, all we're right. just <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Okay, um, so uh, now we're going to go into the damn lies, which is our politics segment. Um, so two main things um, mm-hmm. I wanted to cover today. Uh, so the first was um, a few days ago, the uh, Joint Committee on Human Rights, um, so it's the House of Commons and House of Lords, they released a report: uh, Black People, Racism, and Human Rights. Um, which they were basically commissioned to write um, kind of in response to the, you know, the resurgence of BLM after George Floyd and everything during Mm. the summer. Um, And so, yeah, uh, they released this uh, the other week or earlier this week. Um, I I read through the report, um, Mm -hmm. skimmed through. Uh, I've got a few, okay, I'm going to try and not let it go on too long, but there's a few kind of key things that I highlighted that I just wanted to, talk about and then i guess we could just have a general kind of discussion about it mm-hmm. um so in terms of uh you know findings and such um so finding from the polling was that the majority over 75 percent of black people in the uk do not believe that their human rights are equally protected compared to white people while the majority of both men and women do not believe their human rights are equally protected compared to white people in the uk this is felt far more strongly by women mm-hmm. Over 82% of women um, disagree that their human mm. rights are equally protected compared with 69% of men. Um, the differential between men and women's views were evident in relation to all the issues covered in the polling, um, also rising in the context of views about the police and the NHS. Um, women felt that their rights were less protected in all domains. Um, over 60% of black people in the UK do not believe their health is mm. equally protected by the NHS compared to white people. Women, 78%, are substantially more likely than men, 47%, uh, to not mm-hmm. believe that their health is equally protected by the NHS when compared to white people. And then, yeah, the vast majority, 85% um, in the UK, are not confident that they would be mm-hmm. treated the same as a white person by the police. Black women, it's 91%, um, and with black men, it's 77%, uh, mm-hmm. who believe they would not be treated the same as a white person by the police. Um, there was a point on maternity mortality, which is something um, I remember I brought up last mm. episode when we were talking about Ice Cube. 
Um, But the Mm -hmm. uh, death rate for black women in childbirth is five times higher than for white women. And it's increasing year on year. In terms of uh, Mm. reasons this might be, um, in an article, uh, sorry, an article in the British Medical Journal argued that institutional racism is a factor. It quoted Dr. Christine Akechi, a consultant um, gynecologist at Imperial College. Uh, People think of racism in an overt aggressive way, but that's not always what it is. It's about biased assumptions and we doctors have the same biases as anyone else. In the same article, Professor Mm. Gertsch Randhawa, I'm sorry if I butchered that, argues that one of the main problems is the lack of inclusion of black, Asian and minority ethnic people in research. Unless all ethnic communities Mm. are included in the research, um, the medical profession will never be able to develop culturally competent diagnostic tests and services and therefore can't deliver true equity in healthcare. Um, Mm. So again, yeah, black pregnant women are eight times more likely to be admitted into hospital with COVID. Uh, In terms of, yeah, the impact of COVID-19, on the black community has been disproportionately severe. Um, It's found that uh, in England, uh, highest rates of, the highest rates of COVID-19 per 100,000 population were in people of black ethnic groups, Mm -hmm. Um, 486 Mm -hmm. in females and 649 in males, and the lowest were in people of white ethnic groups, 220 in females and 224 in males. Um, On the police, they found that um, of all the issues covered, this was one um, that there was the most consensus about. So 85% of black people are not confident that they'd be treated the same as a white person by the police. Again, disproportionate representation in the criminal justice department. Um, in 2018, 2019, black people were 9.5 more times more likely than white people to be stopped and searched by the police in England and Wales. Um, they were also uh, more than five times as likely to have forced use against them by the police as white people and were subject to the use of tasers at almost eight times the rate of white people. Um, also, similarly, there were stats about youth justice and how black kids were four times more likely than white kids to be arrested, etc., etc. So, OK, this is kind of where things get a bit <laughs> where, where, yeah, I I perked up a little bit um not in a good way um (laughs) so in the report they say um the overarching issue is the lack of implementation of report recommendations so Mm. um they say uh a succession of reports in recent years have investigated and found structural racial inequalities in state institutions and processes Mm. Mm -hmm. um from the home office to the youth justice system these include, among others, the Windrush Lessons le- Learned Review, sorry, in mm. 2020, um, mm. the Racial Disparity Audit in 2017, the Lamia Review in 2017, the McGregor Smith Review in 2017, the McPherson Report in 1999, which mm-hmm. um, I think everyone knows was after the Stephen Lawrence event, um, which mm-hmm. found that the Met Police was institutionally racist. Yep. Um, there have been loads of joint committee uh, reviews and such also investigating these issues. Um, we have a quote from um, Baron, Baroness sorry, Lawrence, um, Stephen mm-hmm. Lawrence's mum, mm. um, and she said, uh, we have had so many reports and every time we have a report, they go back to the beginning again and keep repeating the same thing. Mm. I'm not sure how many more lessons the government needs to learn. It's mm. not just the government of today, but the government of the Labour Party. How many more lessons do we all need to learn? The mm. lessons are there already for us to implement. Until we start doing that, we will keep coming back in a year or two, repeating the same things over and over again. Mm. And in the report themselves, they say, so why has progress not been made in recent years? 
Listening to the evidence from our witnesses who had either authored or been instrumental in instigating reports on race inequality over many years, it is hard to escape the conclusion that what has been lacking is the sustained political will over successive governments to prioritise mm. implementation of recommendations. Mm. At the best, this can be viewed as negligent. At the worst, there is a sense that these reviews, which are undertaken by excellent people in good faith, are used by governments as a way of avoiding taking action to redress legitimate grievances. Mm. So, mm. <laughs> um, and there was a, I haven't got it here. Um, oh, wait, no. Um, yeah, on the point about um, the death rate of black women in childbirth, um, mm. they say that the NHS acknowledge and regret this disparity, but have <laughs> no target to end it. The government Lol. must introduce a target to end disparity in maternal mortality between um, black women and white women. And that's what the report is rec recommending. But yeah, the NHS are like, we acknowledge this, but, um, you know, <laughs> we move. It is what it is. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, we know. <laughs> and? <laughs> so, uh, sorry, that was a lot of information. But obviously the gist of that is <laughs> these reports, they do this to placate people in some way and be like we mm. are going to start an investigation and a report and you know we're going to investigate this further and discuss mm. and da, 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 da. and then when the report comes out pim Nothing. they don't do shit mm. because they don't care and they're not going to and like they made a good point um that this isn't just the the tories like mm. it's also mm -hmm. labor governments who have not made this mm. a priority when as they said there have been report mm. after report mm. after report talking about racial inequality mm. racial injustice um uh mm. inequity mm. racial mm. inequity and they didn't do anything so we're just going around in circles um honestly yeah so um yeah like when i that? when i saw it i was just like literally as you're reading it i was like mm -hmm, yep yep check uh-huh yep, mm -hmm, <laughs> yep mm -hmm, okay so it's like that like and that's the thing i don't even think they were trying to um you know find anything new or groundbreaking mm, yeah I think it's just, again, we are bringing these same issues to your attention. Mm -hmm. Can you please do something this time? Um, <laughs> you know, because literally, it's, these are not new conversations we're having. These, like, none of those things um, baffled me. None of it was news to me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we know this. What would be news to me would be to hear that people are actually going to do something about it. Mm -hmm. um but regrettably and that's the that's the thing about institutional racism like it's it's quite pernicious in that it's the institution yeah, yeah. it's in the institution and it's like it it requires like i said real will real political will it's not just going to go away without real action to you know change it and it's like yeah and that's the thing like you know for example if we're talking about institutional racism like within hospitals like thank god i can confidently say that i do not believe the nhs is trying to kill black people but what when you have a system that is built around and we're talking years and years like just healthcare in general around the world mm. all of the sort of mm. major findings and research has been done into the white anatomy or the white body or white people's sort mm. of lives as if that is the default and so yeah so many times um yeah. It's it's not just by accident. It's not just, oh, well, you know, black yeah. people have high blood pressure. Oh, they have different diets. It's not just that. Yeah, they love, to, not, they love to do that not, one. They're like, oh, because yeah, they eat salty no, food no, and no. They, they overseas in their food. It's not just lifestyle. <laughs> it's like, it's legit. Mm -hmm. It's negligence. It's refusing yeah. to consider that or even just not caring that, you know, our differences may affect. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, yeah, I know you're not doing it on purpose, but when you are refusing 
to acknowledge the differences and the consequences mm. that happen because of those differences, then like, what does it matter whether you're doing it on purpose? It's still negligence. It's still um, resulting in people dying. And that's the thing. There's, like I said, with institutional racism, there's not one thing that one doctor, one nurse can do. We need like, you know, uprooting change. Like whole systems need to yeah. be completely restructured. And that takes will and it takes political will. So yeah, um, pff, come yeah. on, no more reports. Like we we know it. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not dragging these people for making they're this not, report. They're not going to do I'm anything. What I'm saying is like, okay, please, with this report, can we do something? Can the next report not say the exact same thing? Yeah. And like on the whole medical thing, like there've been, I mean, this was in the context of the mm. US, but there were doctors who said like, yeah, they have taught- Pain like, tolerance. In training, we have learned yeah. that, yeah, black people have a higher mm. pain tolerance. And so, you know, don't give them mm-hmm. certain drugs or, you know, you can be mm-hmm. a bit more, you know, rough and yeah. tough with them. And yeah, just stuff like that. And just kind of obviously in terms of like implicit bias and- everything that comes along with that and especially with like also with sorry um also with black mm. women and um not being listened to mm. by doctors and people thinking we're exaggerating mm. i mean serena williams yeah one like one of the greatest mm-hmm. athletes or the greatest mm. athlete some mm. i argue mm. in the world incredibly rich incredibly mm. wealthy almost died yeah. during childbirth um beyonce mm. had mm. issues during mm. childbirth like it's we keep hearing about yeah. these things and it's not just i mean obviously it's way worse if people are Mm. poor but Mm. wealthy black women are also dealing with these same issues Mm. and i i I, this is why like it like yeah like you said it's it's institutional and so we can't keep acting like these bodies and institution institutions sorry are completely amoral and don't have biases or you know can't mm. be racist like yeah we need to stop thinking it's just like individual no. people that we might need no. to weed out to make mm. things better it's in the institution yeah. and it needs like sweeping change which i'm sorry to say i don't think it's gonna happen it's definitely not gonna happen under this government no. but i don't see it happening anytime no. soon which obviously yeah. is sad um and obviously yeah, right now with covid we are seeing and we have seen like you know people from black and asian communities mm. are suffering um disproportionately mm. Um, as with many mm. other things. So, yeah, you know, it, <laughs> it is where mm. it is, man, which is you know, sad to say. Mm. But, um, yeah, I, okay, so this next thing, I, I'm also, you know, I'm aware of time and <laughs> I'm probably going to say this every episode. <laughs> I'm aware we've been going on for a while. But uh, after, I remember after the election, I remember I texted you. I was drunk at the time. I was like, oh, we should do like a special episode on the election. Oh, yeah. And then afterwards, we were kind of like, oh, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the heat of it, I had kind of a lot of... Oh, yeah. Also, firstly, I listened back to the last episode. And I think we were pretty like, not too bad prediction-wise. We were, in terms of the we, swing yeah. states, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, not yeah, to yeah, my yeah, own yeah. horn, but I, I think <laughs> I was right. Um, I mean, I was just really appalling. But, um, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to try not to make this too long. But um, okay. obviously everyone knows um, Joe Biden won. Well, everyone except Donald Trump. But um, Joe Biden won <laughs> <laughs> the presidency. Uh, he managed yeah. to grab Pennsylvania, which um, mm-hmm. gave him the electoral votes he needed um, mm-hmm. to win. Donald Trump has since been having a meltdown on Twitter and uh, refusing to concede. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know for him. But... <laughs> uh, in terms of the Senate, uh, the GOP, um, they're currently at 50, 
um, and the Dems are 46. Unfortunately, Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham, to my personal um, annoyance, uh, were re-elected. Mm. I fucking hate Mitch McConnell so mm. much. Uh, there are currently, there are going to be runoff elections in Georgia for both Senate seats um, in January. Um, so depending on how that goes, that could really either... Basically, yeah, the GOP, the Dems need to win those seats in order for the GOP to not have like control of the Senate um, to get mm. that majority uh i'm okay yeah before i go into that um i'm just gonna shout out to the justice democrats uh who if you don't know they're basically this kind of branch or wing of the democratic party who don't take any um corporate PAC money and are generally Mm. you know quite progressive um so Mm -hmm. the most kind of notable justice democrat is um aoc yep and she was re-elected comfortably no problem Squaw. also shout out to <laughs> shout out asr i fucking i love aoc she's just she's my wc e <laughs> every day i love her um yeah ayana presley um mm-hmm. ilhan omar mm-hmm. rashida talib um all got re-elected Thanks. which is great also uh cory bush from missouri's first congressional district and jamal brown in new york's uh 16th got elected so that's great um and i like these candidates because among other things they're all you know, they all endorse mm. Medicare for all, a Green New Deal. As I said, mm. they don't take corporate PAC money and are generally, uh, they're also mm. younger. And so, yeah. you know, fresh blood and actually like give a shit mm. and want to fight for issues that the older Democrats like Nancy Pelosi have decided, <laughs> nah, that's all right. Um, also, Marie Newman won, um, which is great. She beat Dan Lipinski in the primaries mm. in Illinois a way back. And Dan Lipinski, super conservative uh, dude. So mm. fantastic. Um, okay, so in terms of where, obviously, as I said, I'm happy yeah. <laughs> that Biden won. Um, I did not want Donald Trump to win. Mm. <laughs> However, we uh, even this was so like on election night, because as I said, I, I stayed up like an idiot. But on election night, I was mm. watching CNN and they had Representative um, Jim Clyburn on. Um, he's the mm. House Majority Whip, um, Democrat mm. from South Carolina. And he's part of the Congressional Black Caucus. Um, context, this guy's been in Congress since 1993. Mm-hmm. So 27 years. So uh, mm. just just context. Um, and he was basically blaming um, progressives and like Black Lives Matter for Democrats not winning as many seats Whoa. as they'd hoped. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. <laughs> And this is where, okay, this is where we we start getting into where I just want to mm. fight. Ah, oh, look, mm. make your case, mm. bro. Make your case. AOC wrote a piece in, um, I believe, it was in the New York Times that got a lot of flack because she was basically saying all, essentially, all the candidates that um, endorse things like Medicare mm. for All and Green New Deal um, got elected or re-elected um, mm. in their districts. And she was making the case that the Democrats have been, um, a lot of them have been resistant to her and people like her trying to help and kind of, you know, give advice and yada, 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 and push them in, you know, the more left direction, Uh if you will, um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, AOC said that every single swing seat House Democrat who endorsed Medicare for All won re-election or is on track to win re-election. I offered to help every swing, uh, sorry, I offered to help every single swing district Democrat with their operation and every single one of them but five refused my help. 
and all five of them sorry and all five of the vulnerable or swing district people god this is hard (laughs) that i helped uh secured victory or are on a path to secure victory and every single one of them that rejected my help is losing and now they're blaming us for their loss so i need my colleagues to understand that we are not the enemy and that their base is not the enemy Mm. that the movement for black lives is not the enemy that medicare for all is not the enemy um and she made the point as well yep and she said it's also going to be um really hard after immigrant youth activists help potentially deliver arizona and nevada um which biden won both of them mm-hmm. um and it's going to be hard after this detroit um and rashida talib ran up the numbers in her district um and obviously stacy abrams did an amazing job in registering a fuck ton of new voters in georgia and Real heroin. They, yeah, Real they flipped, heroin. yeah georgia georgia was blue <laughs> so amazing so mm. it's kind of harping back to the point that um the democrats they're trying to do that thing they do where they pivot to the center slash to the right and try Mm, and mm. again court these quote-unquote moderate republicans and yada 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 and Mm. just spit in the face of their base and stuff Mm. and like again we've seen in terms of like the demographics of who voted for who more white people this time voted for donald trump Mm. (laughs) like Mm. it it (laughs) (laughs) i mean keeping it a buck like they don't um so just this and biden like kept saying you know he's he's not he wants to be bipartisan and he wants to work with the other side and yada 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 and Mm. it just annoys me because whenever republicans win they never talk about working with the left that's never never yeah never (laughs) and no one in the media ever like encourages them like oh you're gonna like cooperate with Mm. it but whenever it's a democrat they're always bullied and told right, yeah. you know you have, have to, to reach out yeah. Yeah, yeah reach yeah. out to the other side yeah mm. da, 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 da. Mm. and it's just kind of like if you're negotiating but you're starting from the center naturally mm. when you negotiate like yeah. one side gives a bit the other side gives a bit like you know yeah. you kind of end up in the middle yeah if you're yeah. starting from the center mm. then you're going to end up being pulled to the right as opposed mm. to actually starting with some sort of strong mm-hmm. conviction yeah. for leftist Mm. policies Mm. um and you know maybe find yourself somewhere in the middle because obviously like i'm not you know overly utopian and being like oh every single leftist thing like it's gonna happen it's gonna pass like no obviously Mm. you're gonna have to compromise but the thing is they always give in before they even start and that's what pisses me off yeah um no you're so right because actually yeah yeah, like i definitely his sort of thinking is that like oh yeah if i you know let me meet them halfway strike from right from the beginning which I get because obviously because of the way like the seats are and everything, like, you know, mm. people are saying it's going to be like four years of like not that much changing because it's just going to be such a battle. Mm-hmm. And I get that. But at the same time, you know, there's, they're sort of like trying to reach out to people and then actually just like, you know, you're, you're not really going in the middle because yeah, you're meeting them in the middle, but then they're not even going to meet you there anyway. They're still mm-hmm. going to drag you over. Like you said this. So it's like, Yeah. yeah. I mean, these next four years, look, it, it could have been worse is what, you know, <laughs> it could have been way worse. Ugh. And so we we do need to focus on that. And even when we don't necessarily see the change that we wanted to see or was hoping to see, we need to also think about the future that we could have had under, yeah. you know, yeah. the Trump government. Yeah, you're right. And obviously this is, I guess... <laughs> it is yeah like objectively yes like trump is a madman and unhinged (laughs) and 
is also terrible so fair but i don't know like with with trump it's just kind of i think it's also a thing of like the veneer in terms of like um the establishment and everything what i feel like something that they despise about trump is that he just is just such a He's a fool, like he's a bumbling mm. idiot. So whereas previous Republicans, a lot of them shared, you know, very similar views and like they would say mm. similar things to him, but mm. they would say it in nicer ways. But yeah, the thing about Trump is he threw away the dog whistle. He just started saying shit. Just, yeah. Yeah. I hate black people. I hate Mexicans. Like <laughs> da, 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 da. he just said it. And obviously yeah. his base loved that shit because they yeah. were tired of Republicans who they saw as pussies because they would try and, you know, yeah. use flowery language and yeah. whatever, whatever. They wanted you to be but, like hateful with your chest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so in terms of, like, why I'm sometimes skeptical in terms of them being like, you know, Trump is the worst thing, duh, 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 duh. like, they, and I don't know, it also kind of makes me think, like, in 10 years from now, if there happens to be someone who's worse than Donald Trump, are they then going to start romanticizing Donald Trump the way they romanticize wow. the George W. Bush years? Because <laughs> loads of, and I'm I'm sorry to say it, like, the Obamas mm. too, they they're friends with george bush um george w yeah and yeah, loads yeah, of dems yeah. you know they will cozy up with him um they love to blow john mccain um mm, mm, constantly um even though mm, he was a massive war hawk and mm, a generally terrible guy but you know because oh you mm, know sometimes he he was a maverick and he you know thought about things mm, or when that woman said mm, that obama was that woman said obama was a muslim and he said no he's a good man um, <laughs> <laughs> i i cannot i cannot but oh, like wow. they they redeem people all the time. Like Sean Spicer literally was like Trump's mouthpiece for like the first year or so of his presidency. And he was yeah. on SNL and like Dancing on the Stars mm. and shit. Like mm-hmm. it's just mm. all very fake. And why it's, I understand why for people it's hard to buy into this two party system mm. because it very much feels like they are two sides of the same coin. And yeah. even if we're just looking at Biden, like I have a whole list of things I'm not going to go through because I don't want to take this too long. But mm. The, the the crime bill, the nineteen ninety four crime bill that he, mm. you know, pretty much had a massive hand in authoring, mm-hmm. fucked over, you know, minority communities, this whole tough on crime mm. thing. Um the fact that he was against busing. Uh mm. and again, I'm sorry, Kamala, like, congrats, sis, mm. you know, first woman, first mm. woman of colour, great, love it. However, you're whack for calling him out um during the primary debates over opposing busing and bringing up that personal story about, you know, you being like that little girl and da 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 and fucking making merch about it and whatever. And then mm. signing up to be his VP. Because, yeah, he worked with <laughs> um, segregationists to <laughs> oppose mm. government-mandated busing. He eulogized <sighs> Strom Thurmond, who was one of the most infamous segregationists. Uh, mm. Like, there's, there's, there's a whole list of reasons why Joe Biden is, let alone, like, you know... Gre- green new deal medicaid for all like weed um etc etc like i just mm. i don't know this is this is um, i said i'm not gonna run this is turning into a rant <laughs> again it's like what i said last time i just want better options i just want yeah better um this whole like lesser of two evils like it can only go yeah. on for so long and... yeah mm. and that's the thing like when you keep offering us like obviously before trump it was like yeah like you said two sides of the same coin you were giving us like these you know yeah, one was the Democrat and one was Republican, but like in terms of like their policies, it wasn't too wildly different. Like you weren't giving us like a really good left mm. candidate. And that is exactly how um, Trump got in, you know? 
And then, you know, it's just, it's sad because when you, yeah, like you said, you look at Biden and his vote in history and where he's just stood on mm. issues. And you see that for so many things, you know, Kamala too, how she's acted, what they've done. It doesn't sit right with mm. us. Yet, you know, we bring candidates like, you know, Bernie or like in the UK, like yeah. Corbyn, who when we look at their voting history and what they've done and what they've stood by, we can see actually, you know what, they've kind of been on the right side yeah. of history, like all the mm. time. And this isn't just them like being lucky. It's about them having like principles that align with just like humanity and decency, mm. you know? So yeah, um, I mean, I don't know what my point was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I will just say, I'll also kind of, what you just said about Bernie, I'm also going to make a point because like I... I feel like people also kind of get this idea that, um, you know, they call them like the Bernie Hive and, you know, Bernie Rose and whatever, that we like mm. stand. I mean, I'm speaking for me. I don't mm. stand politicians. Like, I will never stand a politician mm. because they are mm. human beings. And Bernie, mm. like he voted for the 1994 crime bill and he's justified it by saying there were parts in it that he agreed with. So, for example, the um, Violence Against Women Act, which was part of it. But in the end, that bill still yeah, fucked up that. black community. So yeah, I am yeah, comfortable yeah. calling out Bernie and saying, I don't think that Absolutely. was a correct vote Absolutely. because, you know, mm. so this whole mm. kind of like blind allegiance, like, no, we must support the Absolutely. Democrat no. no matter what, I think is no. dumb. No, um, you're right. You're yeah. right. And so, I just think, yeah, yeah, we need to be able to feel like we can hold them to account yeah. and that they will actually, you know, take what we're saying on board. Like, I kind of get it that as a politician, you can never quite admit that you were wrong because it's just not what <laughs> politicians do, apparently. But um, uh, unless you're pretty Patel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And you're backed up in a corner. We don't have time for that today, but... <laughs> All I will say is that I don't think anyone noticed this. In her apology, she didn't say... I'm absolutely sorry to all of the people that I've offended or whatever. Mm. She said, I'm absolutely sorry for all the people oh, I've yeah. offended. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And I think yeah. that there is a very big, like, semantically, that is very powerful what she mm -hmm. did there. She doesn't and give a, a heck. lot of people didn't see you it. You see, she was, like, smirking. She doesn't give a heck. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she was like, look, Boris is on my side, all right? Okay, I'm good. <laughs> Which is just bullshit. I mean... Honestly, I, I I can't believe how how terribly Boris is doing at the moment. Like everything he's doing is just so wrong, and everyone can see it. Even people on the side, it's it's like it's crazy. It's like it's actually getting me quite hopeful. Um, I told you, I, ha I have zero. Well, you be hopeful. You you hold on to that. <laughs> I have none. I know, I know. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna um end it there because yeah, I think I think we've got the point yeah. across. Uh, okay, so um, we shall now go to our final segment, uh, Sound Off. Um, Bernie, do you want to take the Okay, what am I sounding one? off about today? So, the first one. <laughs> I have two things. <laughs> this episode, we are at two hours and Honestly, 30 minutes. Oh. Okay, uh, so I have two things for my Sound Off. So, my first Sound Off... Uh, I'm going to start with, <laughs> I'm going to start with the trash thing first. So, mm -hmm. um, I don't know why, but I guess I, I kind of keep you guys, I'll let you know a little bit about, you know, uh, <laughs> my sexual health. <laughs> oh no. 
Wait, well, do I, I know do. this? I lo- no, you don't. Uh, I let um, you know about. No, I, I haven't told you too much. I just told you that I'm on prep. I mean, that's you know, yeah. go figure. Um, uh-huh. I'm like a uh, bi guy in 2020. Everyone's on prep, and it's free now. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you know, I'd be taking my sweeties as I call them, <laughs> and uh, yeah, as part of that, obviously, I get myself checked out regularly. Mm. You should mm-hmm. all do that. Um, and yeah, so I go to the clinic the gum clinic you know do all the things that i need to do do the throat swab um do the pee in the glass thing do the rectal swab which is the most trash one out of all of them honestly and the thing i don't know i'm gonna go there could there not be some sort of lubricant on that thing because (laughs) honestly i just don't see i don't get I don't know. Why is it so... Why are they doing it like that? It's not right. But anyway, I do all the things I need it's to do. It's not right. <laughs> Get my bloods taken as well. It, oh, it was dear. quite an inconvenience for me. I can't lie. But, you know, I need to keep checks, blah, blah, blah. So I go get checked. I'm expecting, you know... <laughs> I'm expecting to fail, to get negative on everything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I go through... Um, I'm looking at text. It comes very quickly. It's like your bloods are clear, all negative. I'm like, wonderful. They're like, your throat swab's clear. I'm like, wonderful. They're like, your urine sample's clear. I'm like, great, just as I expected. But then for the rectal one, they said that they fucking lost it. And so I have to come back. And they was like, oh, don't worry, just come back and do it again. And so, yeah, fuck you guys, because... <laughs> Like I said, out of oh. all the samples to take, that's the Mate, most trash I'm one. Sorry. I think I even hate it more than the bloods. I think I hate it even more than the bloods. And yet now I got to go back there with that dry. I mean, what? Is it just getting like a Q-tip shot? Yeah, but it's dry, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. dry. Ugh, so nah. I got to go back there, so get that stupid dry <laughs> Q-tip back up there. And I ain't happy about it. How, and where the hell is my, <laughs> where the hell is my swab? What do you mean you lost it? <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> See, this is why no one wants to take your damn vaccine because you're doing oh too much god. about stuff. Oh my god, okay. don't even, don't even. <laughs> so yeah, fuck you guys, man. That was a big <laughs> inconvenience for me. And I don't know how I'm going to fit that in my week again. Um, and especially the uh, most unpleasant part. But yeah, F you guys. And I have half a mind not to go because I'm sorry. If I haven't got anything in my... F- ah, nah, nah, I do need to... Just you, to double you need check. To do it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like certain I don't, but just so I can, just you know, like, beep, yeah, yeah, just so I can have my little badge of honor. I will yeah. go back and get that swab again. But fuck you guys for that. And then uh, the last thing, uh, just I finished my book recently that I was reading called mm-hmm. The Song of Achilles, mm-hmm. which is uh, a retelling of like fiction obviously well the whole thing mm-hmm. is you know greek mythology so yeah. <laughs> none of it is real i don't think i'm offended anyone's god by saying that but yeah um it is a sort of reimagining or retelling of the achilles uh greek myth and you know some retellings of the story just over you know m- uh, centuries or millennia i don't know how many years ago it was <laughs> Look at me trying to sound smart. I don't even know my face. But yeah, <laughs> over the many, many years that we've been telling this story, you know, some stories say that Achilles and his companion, Patroclus, were just best buds. Some people <laughs> say they were lovers. And obviously, I warmed to that retelling. And in the book, 
yeah, it's a love story of these two, you know, young people growing up in Greece and just, you know, all of the shit that goes on with that. And, you know, the Greeks, you know, they were, I won't call them freaky because there's nothing freaky about, <laughs> but they were kind of freaky actually. And, um, but they were also uh, wonderfully queer people. And so it was yeah. just great to hear the queer story. It was a lovely love story. Uh, it was a little sad. Uh, coming of age. I love a good coming of age story. And um, yeah, it was just got me in my feels. It was very romantic and I really liked it. So shout out to, oh, what is her name? <laughs> <laughs> Madeline Miller, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So that was a great book. And also, shout out to Nah, you see, oh my gosh, my notes are a mess. One sec. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, shout out to Douglas Stewart, whose new book, Shuggy Bane, has just won the 2020 Booker Prize. Um, and it's a Scottish novel. It's his debut novel. And I hear it's gay as well. So Sick. I've already ordered my copy. <laughs> so that's what I will be reading it. next. I'm actually just finishing off Girl, Woman, Other, which was last year's booker winner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I'm really enjoying. Another gay book. <laughs> so um, Bernadine Everisto. She had to share it though, didn't she? With um, She had to share it with Margaret uh, Atwood. That white lady. Margaret Atwood, yeah, who, it. to be fair, like Margaret Atwood, I yeah, do love her. Still. I yeah, love that, you know, yeah, yeah. The show and the book. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Blind Assassin as well. Honestly, Margaret Atwood is that bitch. In some ways, you know, I'm yeah, sure, no, I'm, you know, I'm she, could, she could be humble and like, oh, it's an honor. But also it's like, really, come on. What, the first time you're going to date is going to be to a black woman, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, anyway. yeah, really enjoyed Girl, Woman, Other. Well, enjoying. I will tell you a bit more about it once I finish. And yeah, look forward to getting into this queer book shuggy bane so yeah that's me look sick i might be borrowing that um i love greek mythology so um mm. don't be surprised if i uh be around your house asking to borrow oh yeah absolutely um, but no awesome uh so i've just got two um i've just got two things um first one i just wanted to shout out if you guys don't know who Madison Callie is, um, she's on Instagram and I think she's on Twitter as well. And she has a YouTube channel um, at Callie Sunshine. So that's C-A-L-L-E-Y and then Sunshine. Um, she's a classically trained harp um, player. She plays harp. Um, mm, I think and, I've seen her on your Instagram. Yeah, you've probably seen her like um, on Instagram or, mm. you know, about... Um, and oh actually she played the uh she was sorry she also played the harp on shut up um the first song on ariana's new album positions um, <laughs> i thought you were gonna say um black eyed peas <laughs> no <laughs> I was like, very I different vibe no 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 no, no. um <laughs> no uh but yeah if you listen to the song like shut up ariana it's obviously very um it, in terms of the the vibe it's very kind of uh grand ornate I don't know. Yeah, like it's it's got kind of a classical kind of vibe. Like she's showing mm. off her kind of the vocals and like she she's showing off like you know like I can I can sing musical mm. shit. Mm. I, I'm wording this terribly, sorry. Um, but yeah, anyway, she's on <laughs> she's on the Ariana song. But yeah, she has a an Instagram um where she posts her covers of songs and stuff like that. And yeah, no, it's just it's just gorgeous. Um, her setup, she's got this lovely apartment with loads of natural sunlight and loads of plants and it it just looks like what 
heaven would look like mm. when you enter it like she's also mm. again like i'm sorry i'm <laughs> i have to she's absolutely gorgeous um mm, I think gorgeous I woman that. like natural yeah. hair like i yeah absolutely mm. beautiful um mm. and yeah she plays the harp beautifully um she recently i think the most recent video she did was a cover of diary by alicia keys um i'm sorry just a quick side thing have you mm. seen that do you know you know the song diary by alicia keys Hmm. is it the one with the uh, does it have a feature on it yeah yeah with the guy who he does bits <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> have you seen them performing live <laughs> wait her performing live um alicia and oh god the guy's name escapes me i'm so sorry um but they're performing the song live and he he's a strong vocalist i'm googling it now recently um, or an old one it's an old one um okay because uh, I've seen lots of like TikToks recreating it and they're yeah. just like you know in the studio and they're yeah. like Alicia's just pissed at him <laughs> yeah <laughs> because he's just blowing her out of the water um yeah. Jermaine Paul Jermaine Paul sorry Jermaine Paul okay. I believe yes Jermaine Paul <clears throat> live mate I'm sorry she could barely hold her own in the studio uh, I need listen. to see that live <laughs> please watch that video it's just so the TikToks that recreate it like yes yeah. they're so funny but um oh i can't wait yeah anyway um so yeah that's her um mm. so yeah check her out um and just last thing i want to start a campaign um mm. i i'm gonna call it i'm still deliberating but i think i want to call it um raise the bar the raise the bar campaign oh okay and this can apply to um different you know genders and stuff mm. but i'm specifically kind of looking at um women um mm -hmm. straight women more specifically mm -hmm. because they tend to have the least amount of options in terms of they can only date men i want <laughs> you guys <laughs> i was really i was like okay is this some sort of like trying to get black women into like law or something is no oh god no 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 um no so i'm, 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 go either way. <laughs> I'm talking i'm talking as i said it can apply to everyone but i'm looking specifically at especially at my straight sisters mm. ladies mm. we need to raise the bar mm. i i'm so tired of seeing amazing smart <clears throat> ambitious <clears throat> beautiful women mm. settle for mm. lame ass niggas and <laughs> listen no 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 no. The, the the everyone says the bar is in hell but no the bar is actually like in hell like it's <laughs> atrocious i okay so you know how you know how the gays are like the gay girls mm. like you know like we can love and you know we, we be doing a bit too much <laughs> sometimes and, you know like i <laughs> we can love mm. but one thing you you can't you know the like, they they love mm. we can love mm. but just when i compare like when i chat to some of my friends and stuff and say if they're going out with a guy and he, let's say, calls the restaurant ahead of time and books a table, um, that is suddenly like, I mean, yeah, okay, it's nice, it's considerate, but I mean, it's just common like yeah, organization yeah, yeah. skills. Like they'll like, be like, what? wow, so thoughtful. But, yeah, like wetting the song. Oh my god, he's so mm. thoughtful and he planned mm. it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm struggling to. We've been on this so long, like my brain is fried, but. There are so many like examples of just little things that men mm. will do and it's like oh mm. my god husband mm. material he's amazing mm. da, 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 da. 
And then in the same vein, people will be taking for absolute mugs, absolute clowns. Like they will embarrass you up and down, Mm -hmm. up and down Mm -hmm. without any kind of, you know, Mm. (laughs) they they don't fear God, just (laughs) impunity, impunity, disgrace you. And you're still like, oh, but you know, he likes me or like... Mm. He remembers what my favorite color is, or he mm. remembers that twirl is my favorite chocolate. Honestly, I want us to raise the bar. Mm. I, I really, I really want us to do better mm-hmm. and to respect ourselves more <laughs> and stop letting these men who do not hold a candle to you take you for a mug. I'm, I'm so passionate about this. Like honestly, mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm for this campaign, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a t-shirt and everything. I mm. <laughs> watch mm. this space. We need to raise the bar. Yeah, because like, yeah. if it doesn't start, like that bar's gonna slip. I mean, most mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, that bar slips mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. don't start low. Don't start mm-hmm. low. You need to no. keep it high. We're starting below ground, Even, and it's you know, be, be a bit unreasonable with it. <laughs> yes, yes. And there's so many times people are like, oh, like maybe my standards are too high. No, mm-hmm. no. No, 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 <laughs> no. Your standards are not high to want a guy who like cleans mm. his fingernails or fucking doesn't think washing his ass is gay these are not high standards these mm. are just normal mm-hmm. human things mm. I, ugh, I could <laughs> i could i could go on for days but yeah please i just raise the bar ladies um mm. everyone but specifically straight women i'm talking to you mm. let's mm. do better okay um Amen. that's that's me done <laughs> okay well thank you for listening to <laughs> This very strange episode. Um, yeah, sorry guys. If it's a bit higgy hagger, you know, <laughs> we tried. Yeah, um, this is very strange. I don't like being away from you, S. <laughs> I know, um, same. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, we did it. And, you know, I think we just about managed to <laughs> overcome most of the technical difficulties. Um, so well done to us first and foremost <laughs> but yeah well done to you if you made it to the end of this episode um, thank you very much yes. thank you to <laughs> this is why they're bi-weekly as well because you know yeah. <laughs> over two hours of content it will it'll take a minute probably yeah yeah. so um, thank you for listening uh, thank you to again Puele for her music go check her out mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, be it for sending your music or sending us your problems across all social media, you can find us at Dear Download. And you can find me, your boy, Bernie Bambi. That is B E R N I E A B A M B I. Damn it. I'll never get <laughs> it. I'll never get it. Come but on. yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Insta. And that's about it. And how about you, S? Yep. Uh, you can find me at Just S, um, just with two Cs. So J-U-S-T-T underscore E-S-S on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, I said, uh, you can email us at deardownlow at gmail.com or you can use the link um, that will be in our bio, I believe, um, mm-hmm. if you want to send things in anonymously. Um, so yeah, yep. do get in touch. And you will also find our updated download yes. playlist. Yeah. I will be doing that this evening. So yeah, check it out on on Spotify and that. But uh, yeah, I think. Is that everything? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, lads. Okay. Well, we'll leave you there, guys. Uh, have a good week and we'll see you soon. Yep. All right. Peace. See ya. Woo! <laughs>